0: Can you be quiet, please? Thank you.
1: Welcome to Pirate Radio Live.
2: How's everybody doing?
1: Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother.
3: everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Ojo de gloria.
2: Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon.
4: Clip,
2: what's up? It's Friday.
4: Yeah. I know, Clip, people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all a little better.
1: Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock.
3: Welcome in to a feel-good Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. The sun is out. I'm wearing shorts and a short sleeve shirt. And uh, I'm in a good mood today. My buddy to my left, John, is in a good mood today. We'll tell you why in a moment. We're all in a good mood today because Wes Hines is here. And old A. Harp is fired up for a football weekend and the Royal Rumble coming up on Saturday. We'll dive into all of that and a lot more on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of our Friday Fun Day chat gang, uh, Jamie and Perry, are already in. So come hang out with us on Facebook Live and YouTube. Hit the like, subscribe, and you can watch this show, the Brian Bailey Show, the Holt Naylor Show, and all of our pre- and uh, post-game conversations with Mike Schwartz regarding basketball. And soon, Cliff Godwin and ECU Baseball. Uh, Because as Perry says, boy, it really hits home when you put it this way. Three weeks to Pirate Baseball. Man. Coming on up, baby. All right. uh, Guest on today's show, Brian North, will join us (laughs) coming up in hour number one to get you ready for your sports weekend. Tony Dunn will be here. C3 Podcast. We'll get his thoughts on Dave Canales, new coach of the Panthers, and also make our picks. Danny has his picks in. By the way, Sean, today we are going to pick spreads of the games and the total of each game. So get ready for spread and over-under for our games today. Um, we'll have Tony in hour two. We got Morgan Ehlers, talk some pirate hoops, men and women coming off wins. So that is good heading into the weekend. And also Mark Greenhills golf shop show. We'll get uh, up to date on what's going on in the golf world and also his thoughts. He's based out of Charlotte. What's well, the, uh, the local reaction to Dave Canales being the head coach of the Carolina Panthers? So we got all that and more coming up on today's show and i want it to be a feel good friday a positive friday because love our chat gang love our uh, people commenting on x obviously i love our facebook family because i read all the facebook comments by the way how many comments now chandler on the uh
5: Last time I checked, I Greenville
3: think we, Yard yesterday
5: it was like 259 maybe, somewhere around
3: there, and I'm sure it, there, there might be some late
5: entries, so I'm going to say maybe over 260.
3: Let me check real quick. How many people commented on something they don't care at all about, the Greenville Yard Gnomes?
5: Was that it right there?
3: No, nope, that was a different one. We are at 267. Wow. 267 comments on the Greenville Yard Gnomes. This is a secondary Um post about the yard gnomes that has also received 50 so right now the best content we have going at Pyre radio (laughs) is posting things about the greenville yard gnomes over 300 comments in the last three days
5: so if you looked at the the likes or the reactions on facebook and how many comments we have you would assume that we might have posted something about scotty montgomery maybe something about Gardner Minshew or maybe another former Pirate maybe posted about a uh, a transfer from East Carolina committing somewhere. No, it's about a college summer league team's name that's getting this this
3: buzz. They are getting a lot of publicity, good or bad, doesn't matter. What do you got there? Good for the yard names. Uh, I've got Shirley Rhodes tuned in, listening on Highway 40 just outside of Knoxville, Tennessee. No pressure, Wes. Miss you, Charles. Wes, how you yes, doing, buddy? I'm
2: doing great. Clipper, how about you? Uh,
3: you always put a big smile on my face, but, but that's I'm great. Doing great. That's I, great, look, I, I am, I'm on cloud nine, as they say. What does that mean, by the way?
2: I mean, means you're um, you're happier than happy.
3: I get that, but why? What about cloud one through eight? I believe in snowboarding. <clears throat> sorry, I believe in
0: snowboarding. Uh, like cloud nine is like means you reach maximum height like for points or something
3: okay I'm, I'm gonna just take a stab and say the phrase cloud nine came way before snowboarding was a thing okay but then uh, again this is mr Rid- we got the riddler over here yeah <laughs> mr riddle we'll get to that in a moment um what is the meaning of cloud nine i know what it means i want to know why i want to know where it came from just then say, where did the phrase cloud nine come from? Are you telling me how to Google something? i uh, sorry, this is a positive. Show. Positive. Where? I out from the AI. Where, <laughs> from Alan Iverson?
2: <laughs>
3: well, what if AI was really just Alan Iverson and how he oh, talks? My. That would be cool. Uh, Talk about practice. Practice, man. Okay. In September of 1896. Cumulonimbus, the greatest cloud in the world, was listed as cloud nine in a new cloud classification. And so to be on cloud nine became like floating on the tallest cloud on earth. There you go. There we go. Thank you, Mr. Google. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm.
3: that reminded me of Elmo. Thank you, Mr. Noodle. All right. <laughs> I'm on cloud nine today because of this uh, lovely weather mm-hmm. and my shorts and my short sleeve shirt it's
5: so nice outside
3: chandler where let's go around the room real quick too why are you on cloud nine today
5: i'm on cloud nine today because i am back and i wouldn't say a gang that i was in for eight years and was out of for a year and a half i'm back in the jeep gang baby
3: beep beep who got the keys to chandler's jeep
5: i have got a jeep a 2007 jeep wrangler
2: 2007 okay i got i got i got you beat on that Wes, come right. on, man. All right,
3: Wes. This, this is positive radio. This is not top. We're not... 2005 um, oh. uh, Hyundai Santa Fe. So. I took that the wrong way. I thought I, you meant yeah. you had a newer one.
2: No, I got, I got an older and one.
3: And you don't even have a Jeep. No. Okay. But fine. the thing
2: is, is, what I'm saying is, the older, the better.
3: Okay. <laughs> Alex, that's not even the top 10 things Wes is going to say today. You need to straighten save, up. Save your laughs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's but, a dog in here. <laughs> There's a dog in here. Again, it's positive radio Friday. Dogs show up in the studio. It's awesome. You can come in, sir, if you'd like to. What's up, buddy? Got a big,
5: uh, big name
3: coming in here. Yeah, we're gonna build. A, we're building but a better show as we speak.
5: Goodbye to Corey the Corolla. She's gone. Bye. And now I have to come up with a name for the jeep so the old one was jesse right jesse and i'm I'm not gonna name this one jesse but if you have jeep name suggestions put them in the comments on facebook or youtube david price is in the house dp i I think i just saw the black jeep in the parking lot yes you did you didn't hit my man yes sir baby yeah you were the last person to see the corolla by the way because before i went and got the jeep i went by your your office which you told
4: me that pirate radio could use a morale boost. And I told you guys that Ellie was our morale boost at David Price Construction, so the first thing I did when I left today was to come over here to bring you guys a morale boost.
5: Well, it's a positive Friday, and bringing Ellie in here has just even elevated the Look at the The smiles on
4: the faces in Studio B. Everybody's beaming right now. I mean, when I first walked in the door, those guys were like... Scowling at you guys i mean they were just, like <laughs> just upset in there man i could just feel the heat and look at the smiles now i mean it's, it's great it's great on.
5: the weather's nice people are getting new cars
3: wes uh, what's got you in a good mood today
2: uh, what's got me in a good mood it's uh like you said is uh short sleeve shirt weather i don't mm-hmm. know how to wear my long johns anymore so right I'm good
3: yep bring out the short johns how about you alex saying,
0: weather's good had workouts this morning had to r- run sprints this morning and i didn't have to wear long sleeves mm. how'd the sprints go it's really brilliant. Got um, through them. yeah that's about somebody <laughs> asked
3: yesterday what was greg hudson's 40 time i forgot to pass that along but i'll ask you alex what's your latest 40
0: i haven't ran a 40 since high school
3: what'd you run when you ran it you can just lie like
0: a 5-0 all right
3: sounds good to me i long snap for a reason David, were you an athlete growing up? I I played basketball. You're a tall fella.
4: I am. I'm 6'6. Six, six. I played for Broughton High School. Oh, wow. Um, is, uh that's where Jonathan Ellerby went to high school. That is where Jonathan Ellerby went to high school.
3: I saw Broughton play at an Eastern Regional in Minji's many moons ago when they had Shavlik Randolph.
4: That was that was after me. Okay. Yeah, for sure.
3: What yeah. former pirate guard went to Broughton? Brock young yep brock young boom all right one for one on trivia today here's also why i'm in a good mood love the chad gang love when you folks chime in on on twitter on facebook love when we see out in public and they say hey clip chandler great show enjoyed it yep feels good it always warms my heart but how about this this is old school this is how people used to communicate their love is I that a those. postcard it's a postcard oh. from the great smoky mountains park
4: Nice.
3: <clears throat> it says pirate radio just wanted to write and say i appreciate all of you for making the show fun y'all keep it light and it is nice to listen and laugh throughout the work week y'all promote the university we all love and i thank you for doing so keep on keeping on and go pirates luke Thank you Luke. Luke. What a very nice letter. That is really cool actually. That is very nice and uh he is the first member, he is the charter member and leader of the postcard gang. Yeah, we
5: need to uh, keep that somewhere.
3: Tell yeah. me that's not going on the pirate radio fridge cuz go on the pirate. <laughs> <Radio>. <laughs> it really, that's a good idea. We really do need to do that. We need a magnet. You got a DP magnet on you?
4: uh not on me but if if you swing by the office i'm <laughs> sure we could find you some more stuff other than the sticker on your and your hats and your hard hats you've given there. us quite a bit it's nice dude we have some nice jackets too you know Ooh, yeah. where, where'd you get that um from david price construction obviously who made it for you oh well obviously university sportswear yes sir i there mean they go. are the partner for david price construction and all things
3: drip i'll (laughs) trip luke jefferson on the youtube chat just dropped a heart so i'm gonna say that that luke is this luke and luke that was awesome luke thank you buddy that was awesome when ellerby uh passed this along today we uh we really really appreciated it um jamie has a question for wes wes okay who is your celebrity crush uh who do you have a crush on that you think is hot Mm. before you answer i've got an answer Okay, go ahead. Because I wish... Uh, by the way, <laughs> Joey needs to get in his picks. you talked to Joey lately? I uh, have not. Okay. Um, I just found out one of my celebrity crushes is part Puerto Rican. Okay. From uh, his homeland. All right. Aubrey Plaza. Do you know who that
5: is? If I saw her, maybe I would know her.
3: She's from the show uh, Parks and Rec.
5: Do you know who
4: that is, David? I'm not sure who that is, but I know Puerto Rican food is delicious. So.
3: <laughs> there you go. She has a very like dark... Oh, uh, she is dry, sarcastic. You, you recognize her she at all? She's pretty. Yeah,
5: yeah. She, yeah. I see why that's a crush for
4: you. She's but.
3: very funny. She
5: looks like the Hispanic crush that I have. Which would be who? Uh, Sydney Sweeney. She looks like the Hispanic what? version of her.
0: Hispanic.
5: What? I'm saying she looks like the Hispanic version of Sydney okay. Sweeney. Okay. Oh, okay. You reeled it in there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I said uh, that wrong. Uh, all right, w- okay.
3: Wes. We go to you.
2: Okay. now, now I'm going to really shock no who, what whoever asked that question okay because I'm, I'm i'm right now stuck in uh in watching um star trek uh, voyager okay so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say uh uh kathy mulgrew
3: <coughs> kathy who mulgrew <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> she is a dime
5: <laughs>
3: now what year was star trek voyager made had to be in the uh in the uh, okay yeah so we're probably talking about that version of her maybe yes okay all right so not the current version no i tell you what uh-huh. she because just
2: because she was in the orange oranges <laughs> of the new oh my goodness
3: that's that woman the russian lady yes. from orange yes oh boy sure she's is. tough in that <laughs> man but um okay uh, that version of her from star trek just yeah. kind of looks like a uh a nice mom I you mean, know what i'm a, like p-
2: she's a pistol a pistol.
4: She's a pistol.
3: She's a pistol, David. That's,
4: a pistol. Uh,
2: it, I mean, that's the reason I married my wife. In, my in, wife in that one
4: pistol. show, for sure, a pistol. Um, I, I just can't stop watching the smile on Alex's face out there. Right? <laughs> oh
3: yeah, he's got a new celebrity crush. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Alex, who's your celebrity crush? Is this your? D- Is this your dog, by the way? <laughs> um, it would be weird if it wasn't.
4: I don't know. Is that my dog? <laughs> that's when you say what dog.
3: <laughs> that's, that's Ellie by the way Alex is on mushrooms <laughs> there is no dog Alex that's why he's laughing Wes slipped something into your Mountain Dew today is a good day Alex <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> Ellie's uh, yeah getting all the love over there who's your celebrity crush Alex uh, Mila Kunis yeah yeah. good call David would you like to you got anybody in mind
4: sure um, my celebrity crush is probably a little bit odd but it's leah
3: price oh that is <laughs> lame dude <clears throat> she is a celebrity in a lot of circles she's actually my non-celebrity crush is that right <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome kind of awkward that's too. a good call dude Kind of Great call. <laughs> uh i went through phases i was a big uh sarah chalk guy she was in scrubs remember her yeah yeah um
5: Who alex you remember ashley tisdale yes oh that was my first ever crush celebrity crush
3: david did you have, how old are you i hate to ask a man his age that's okay i'm 42 oh okay perfect we're uh you big kelly kapowski guy back in the day i would assume huge like yeah. everybody yeah who was it, that right? was ours yeah, yeah.
4: i mean that's probably our era for sure yep saved by the Bell.
3: no doubt all right um let's see johnny says hey clip thanks for the true detective season four tip i watched the first two episodes last night really digging it definitely the best since season one how about this johnny stats in the last three nights i have rewatched all of season one because i was so into uh season four and it is lost is my all-time favorite show but man true detective season one can't beat that all right anything sports related women win yesterday ladies have won two in a row excellent very positive uh men going for two straight david that's right so you had a a lot of games you gonna be there
4: there is a game sunday and we will be there for sure and what's going on at halftime so it is the uh the my favorite event actually my favorite halftime event is the baby crawl race oh yes um they're having the baby crawl race i was actually in the pirate club earlier today and I saw Macy walking through, and she had a whole bunch of things. I wasn't sure what they were, so I asked her if they were towels. And apparently they're baby blankets with ECU logos for the baby race.
3: Wow. wow. So you, am I right? Are you a, a
4: veteran at the game? I am not, um, but my son Joseph won right. it a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yep. He was he is reigning champ, I believe. I don't know if they had one last year. I can't remember. But, I can't remember. But nonetheless, he is a champ, a past champion. How about that? But he is uh, running now and and much faster than I can. So I can't catch up to him. It's pretty bad.
3: I am a peak too early in life all star. I, I know your son has a bright future, but I mean that's something cool to put on the resume. I think baby race champion. I, I mean,
4: I think when it's time to go to Coach Houston about offensive line, he'll definitely have that on his resume.
3: Yeah, that's. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna tweet that out. Is that public knowledge right now? Because I think that'll get some people to go to the game. If they're on the fence. I don't see why not. I mean, I would go to the baby race.
4: <laughs> right, you know, yeah. I, mean, I go into the game anyway because I love the Pirates, but I would go to the baby race.
3: All right, so if you regardless. just want to see the baby race, I'd show up around 545. Yeah. 540 to be safe. That'll yeah, put maybe you five, about a half time. And Get some popcorn because it's popcorn worthy for sure. Get your popcorn, as T O said. Uh baby race coming up on a Sunday. I
5: plan on getting some video of that for some content for our social medias too.
3: I think they should invite past winners like the Masters. Yeah. Like no matter yeah.
5: Joseph should get a jacket.
4: <laughs> Joseph will be there. So, I mean, you know, whatever. If he if he needs to like uh Shoot the gun to start the race or something, you know. I'm sure we can make something like that happen.
5: All right. So, if they have a past winner's dinner, what's Joseph's? Because uh, the winners get to choose what dinner it is. So, what is Joseph going with?
4: Probably macaroni and cheese or pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All
5: right. Popsicles.
3: Is this the one? Is it from February 26, 2022? Does that
5: sound yes, right? I would say so. In fact, I think yeah. that's Joseph right there. Yeah.
3: Because I tweeted, uh, I think I was doing PA that day, maybe. Is there any video of the baby race? And then somebody dropped this. So it was There's Joseph. Because there's Leah.
4: Yeah, so Joseph had a commanding lead. Started taunting. And he was, I mean, way out there. And then he saw something somebody else had and started moving (laughs) towards that object. I think it was a toy or something. This is and then he let it get real exciting. And then Leah got up and said, Oh, I'm over here. It got real exciting at the end there. God, that Ah! baby was so close. Oh my goodness it was by hair and and we won like 10 pizzas or something and we gave it to the other baby because um well you know it, it was so close shout and, out and joseph good f- stuff photo finish man but,
5: uh, joseph did like the deshaun jackson yeah where he just would go down the like inch line he
3: basically on the goal stopped
5: line. at the goal line yeah yeah,
3: yeah. on the yeah. matt dodge punt.
4: yes it da- was it was a it was an exciting moment as a dad for sure
3: david uh anything we need to know about the uh construction world um,
4: we're coming for it. <laughs> hey, we coming. We coming. We yeah, coming. the yeah. Dion Sanders of construction under, in this industry. No, it will be mine. Uh, <laughs> update
5: us on some of the awards
4: that you won recently. Uh, we won this best year, beard this year. Uh, well, right currently, <laughs> um, we did win a state award this year for the North Carolina Home Builders Association. <clears throat> we won um, best accessible an aging in place remodel whole home remodel so that was, that was congratulations cool. man yeah that's awesome happy for the team
3: david price david price construction joining us along with oh. l ellie
5: ellie ellie hold on just a second we gotta do something
3: all right we got one second we need to go to break yeah. oh a little countdown hey can you throw us a few hard hats in here alex up there on the Ooh. uh man i think it's time to count it down
5: let's count it down baby all right, let's take guesses. I know what the answer is, but let's take a guess on how many days away we are from EC football on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Thank
3: you. Okay.
5: Thank you, sir. We'll see if this, this fits. fits.
3: Hey, not bad. Man. Not bad. Hey, this yeah. is the only hat that can fit Chandler, so we appreciate <laughs> you bringing nice. it. Nice. I
5: do have a All big right,
3: head. so Bye. we're looking at early September. We're in late Feb. Hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. We're in late Jan. Hmm. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna give that about I'm give that about a thirty. I'm gonna say about thirty. I'm go with about 187.
4: Okay, 187 says David Price. And that's just based off nothing but coming up
5: with a number out of my head. Alex, you want to take a guess? Turn your mic on.
0: Sorry, what are we guessing?
5: How many days away we are until you and your teammates kick off the season? September 2nd is the date.
0: 165
3: days.
5: 165 days. How many days?
3: 192.
5: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Wes, you got to take a guess. 170. Y'all are off. 220 days until ECU. Everybody's going so low. No, here's why.
4: Dang. We're just that excited. Yeah. I know. You know. I mean, we just we couldn't put any more days to it. We just that <laughs> excited. We were just like, we got to make this a low number. Yep. I, was, I wish it was five. Yeah.
3: Jamie said, how about for baseball? Well, that's pretty easy. That's we're a good 21, countdown. 21. Yeah, 20, yeah, whatever. Three we're, weeks we're away. We're right around the corner there.
5: So 220 days away until ECU kicks off the 2024 campaign. All of that on the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff.
4: Dave,
3: you're always welcome, especially on a feel-good Friday. I'm happy to be here, guys. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, let's get a break in, Wesley. When we return, Brian North will join us on the Pirate Radio Live line, get you ready for the sports weekend. We'll talk about the NFL coaching carousel, college hoops coming up this weekend, and more when we return, Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
7: Friday night, I crashed your party. Saturday, I said I'm sorry.
6: Sunday game, you trashed me all again.
1: Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show.
0: Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping, RV space, and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit ncparks.gov. Now back to the show with your host, Clip Brock.
3: All right. Well done, Alex. Wes Hines here. Sean. To my left. In the house, baby. On a feel-good Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Who was that band, Wes? Don't look. Hey, come on. Who were the two lead singers of Van Halen through the years? Don't ask me. All right, I won't. I have
2: no, I have no clue whatsoever. You're an old
3: soul, Chandler. You know that one? David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. Okay. I gotta say, uh not a huge Van Halen fan.
5: I'm might as well.
3: Jump. I mean, they got tunes. Don't get me wrong. They're legends in the game. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, but for me... <laughs> just just some other guys tell you what though i am a brian north fan as am i and he joins us here on the pirate radio live line to get you ready for your sports weekend north how you doing today man
8: Doing
3: great, Clipper, hope you are. Yes, sir, doing well. Uh, started the week, hoping our pipes wouldn't freeze up and ending the week, uh, turning on the AC. So uh, it has been a wild one, although uh, uh, East Carolina having their first baseball team practice today, not a bad day to uh, to get the season underway, get some good work in on a day like today. Yep, the
7: deep freeze
3: will start, uh, what is opening day? Exactly, Hopefully. yep, yeah. 16th, I believe. Yeah, I got book some snow or freezing temperatures uh for that day. There go. Uh we had Media Day on Monday and uh Cliff Godwin always goes after someone and Luke Schwartz uh got the honor a bit mm. where he gave him the old uh you're you're new here, right? Uh Luke was asking about the uh preseason polls and uh and such and uh Cliff kind of joked around with him. Obviously it's the number beside your name at the end of the year, not at the beginning of the year, but uh a uh, a fun media day. You had to. I got to hear the word culture a whole lot, Brian. And it's not just uh, uh, something to throw out there. It's uh, it seems pretty genuine when ECU baseball talks about it.
7: And I, I think that's the battle right now that you're seeing in college athletics when it comes to what is culture. Now, is it robbing the portal and getting guys to plug in, or is it trying to create your own guys and develop them? And I know Cliff is in that. Um, category of wanting to develop his own guys. He doesn't want to have to chase people in the portal because that can be a little unpredictable at times, and he likes to control uh, his program and his narrative and what happens. And he's been successful doing that. It's just that one thing missing from the resume – uh, a little antsy, but I, you know, you cannot complain with the results of what he's done there in his ten years
3: as head coach. Yeah, and they've added a few parts here and there, uh, some needs, but overall, it is recruiting the the high schools and bringing in those guys and and letting it build and uh, looking forward to another. Fun baseball season, uh, and hey, we got a a hoops win to talk about and a women's hoops win the last couple of nights, Brian. East Carolina going on the road and knocking off Wichita State, and I'm going to keep up with this stat the rest of the year because I did it uh, over the weekend when the Pirates lost at UAB. Brian, I've got East Carolina now with 11 games. In which it's been anybody's game in the final media timeout. And East Carolina now 4-7 and seven in those games. They were 3-7 and seven going into Wednesday night, but pulled one out on Wednesday. So I guess in summation, uh, my, my findings of my research show that Pirates are you can beat anybody, they can also lose to anybody, and it's likely going to be close to the end of the game. What can you do those final few minutes?
7: Yeah, well, experience is, is the, the main thing, is learning how to win and figuring out who are your guys. Uh, not just one guy, but who are your guys that you can go to and you can trust in those situations to make the right decisions? And look, even Michael Jordan didn't make them all uh, when the final buzzer went off. So you just hope that you win more than you lose, and I think that's part of the culture uh, is learning how to win, is um, trying to figure out ways to be successful and knowing that you're going to be successful. I think all those programs that are at that tipping point, it's learning to n- how to know when you're going to win, have that confidence and know how to pull off those plays. And look, ECU's made improvements there now, uh, but there's still they would like a few more on there. You know, four and seven. Uh, you certainly want to increase that to at least 500 and get that tipping point, especially here towards the end of the year. And you're flirting with a winning record. You get a winning record, you could be flirting with the postseason. And we all know that uh, for ECU, that's a rarity. Um, what has it been? 11 years since they last had a winning season.
3: Brian North joining us. East Carolina home on Sunday, taking on Temple, going for the rare and I say rare, maybe the first time they're they're going uh, home and away sweeping an opponent in the regular season trying to beat the Owls coming up on a Sunday. Brian, when we talked to you last Friday, NC State, boy, that 5-1 and one ACC record looked really good, didn't it? Well, it is all gone now. Uh, pretty classic NC State losing at home last weekend to Virginia Tech. I'll give them credit. They fought back against Virginia, uh, but ended up losing that one uh, in overtime. Big one on Saturday at Syracuse. Pack uh, trying to avoid a three game losing streak when they take on the orange.
7: Yeah, and that'd be the first time all year. And of course, you know, this is this is where you're supposed to start getting better, not worse. And so I think for NC State, we've said that they don't have that elite star on their team, but they've got a bunch of good guys who seem to be meshing well, but sometimes chemistry can go awry just a little bit and all of a sudden a three game losing streak, you're down in the standings, your resume doesn't look as good. So Now, I think this is a huge game for NC State going to Syracuse, which is uh, having an interesting year itself uh, without Jim Beheim and having some guys transfer out. But they're having a pretty good season so far. But they could use some, uh, what do they call them, tier one wins or some good quality wins. And so – Big game
6: for both teams, I think, uh,
3: Saturday. Last year, this time, Brian, from this point until early March, we were talking about North Carolina and the bubble and what side of the bubble they were on. They were on the wrong side of it. This year, uh, they look to avoid all that. They are cruising right now, eight and in league play. They are on the road in Tallahassee coming up on Saturday. Florida State six and two in the ACC. By the way, Clemson will be at Duke. Duke right now twelfth uh, in the country, five and two in the ACC. Uh, putting either one of those on upset alert, maybe North Carolina more so because they're on the road. Uh, what do you think about those matchups?
7: Well, and they played Florida State back in December 2nd, and they were down 15 in that game and had to rally in the second half to come back and win. So uh, that certainly is a game that I, I think should get your attention because they are on the road, and I, I don't think North Carolina's played four true road games this year, so um, I don't know how battle-tested they are away from the Dean Dome, but that's definitely what I'm looking at. Because Look, right now, North Carolina looks like their heads and tails above everybody else. It's rare in the ACC to have a team look like it's two steps ahead of everybody, but that seems like the case right now. But again, chemistry is a real delicate thing, and, and you just keep waiting for North Carolina to kind of hit that little bump in the road and see if they can fight through it. So uh, this is a game I'm definitely keeping an eye on. Clemson-Duke's good. I mean, I, you know, uh, they're both kind of uh, trying to stay within reach. And, of course, Duke's got the big game of North Carolina next weekend that everybody will be talking about, but they got to make sure they take care of business at Clemson, who – um started the year strong, but they're they're kinda of in that same NC state boat. They're trying to trying to regain themselves and get back to where they want to be and and, and kind of bo- booster and bolster their NCAA tournament resume.
3: Brian North joining us, WCTI twelve. He joins us today on the Pirate Radio Live line. Brian, uh, this has been an odd NFL coaching carousel and yeah. I guess the main thing is when you see Vrabel and Belichick out there, you're like, all right, they'll get scooped up here in a day or two. Um, And I'm not saying that these hires are bad. I said Dan Campbell would suck in, in Detroit after hearing his introductory press conference. So clearly I don't know what I'm talking about, but seeing... Callahan in Tennessee, and I was really surprised Raheem Morris uh, to Atlanta, yeah. and then Dave Canales kind of came out of nowhere uh, to Carolina. So uh, I guess I want to get your take on that one. What do you think about the Bucs O.C. heading to Charlotte to become their head coach? Um,
7: I knew the Panthers weren't going to get a big name, and probably they didn't want a big name when you're in a rebuild process. Um, Canales seems to be... He was a kind of off the radar, but when you start looking at his resume, there's some things there. I, I think the, the general manager, Dan Morgan, is probably the more important hire
6: yeah.
7: uh, because they got to rebuild that roster a little bit and figure out what they're going to do. But I, I like what Canales has. Um, interesting, though, did you see he's a published author? I did not. And he has a book about how oh, he cheated on his wife, but somehow they, they made it work. It's, it's something <laughs> – I don't know. This what I was being told today by my web guy, he's Like, yeah, Canales wrote this book about cheating on his wife and how they were able to uh, rely on their faith and get through it. So uh, there's a whole bunch to delve into with this guy because he was, he's about West Coast guy his whole life until Tampa. And now, uh, now he's making the big move here on the East coast. So we have a lot to learn about him. I think it's the Panthers youngest head coach they've ever hired. And so maybe outside of Dom Capers, when he first got the job, when they, when they had the, um, when they had the, uh, the expansion. So, uh, interesting guy but I think we have a lot to learn and then, then really what does Dan Morgan get him to work with
3: alright this marriage the question that changed everything Dave and Lizzie Canales forward by Tony Dungy uh, you can get it right now paperback for fourteen ninety nine on Amazon Boom. Boom. and uh, I think it's a great lesson in life Brian if you cheat on your wife you one day could stay in that marriage and become an NFL head coach
7: yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't know him enough to make too many jokes about him, but yes, there is uh there, there is some there is some things that will be a fodder for those on talk radio here for uh, the rest
3: of the. I tell you what, he is a uh, he's a handsome fella. I didn't know who he was until this this playoff. Uh, to be honest with you, and people were saying, "Wait, did the Bucks hire like a male model to stand on the sidelines during games and call some plays?" Uh, he's he's a handsome fella. When you say. The the Panthers weren't going to get a a veteran guy or a big name. This kind of feels like the answer to the question, Brian. All right, who who would want to work for David Tepper? It's got to be like a young up and comer, right? That is going after their first head coaching job. That that has a little ego, like all coaches do. That says, "Hey, I I can work with this guy. I can make it work here." Seems like, and plus, he does have obviously that relationship with Dan Morgan. But it seems like you kind of said it. This was the kind of guy the Panthers were going to end up with, one way or the other.
7: You want somebody trending in the upward direction who wants to prove themselves, who you can give a couple years to. One of the reasons they weren't going to get a big name is no one wanted to go through the rebuild. When you're an established coach, yeah. Mike Babel, if you're a Bill Belichick, you don't want to wait a couple of years to have to win. You want to go somewhere where you can win right away. And that's the Panthers just, on paper, don't look like they're built to win right away. Uh, but again, unless Dan Morgan does some miracle things and gets some draft picks and, and finds a way to build this this roster out a little bit, but um, you know, uh, yeah, it's you're always trying to find that hot new young coordinator coming up, and I don't mean hot, good looking. I mean, <laughs> you know, the guy that has treaded well with quarterbacks, and his resume does say that he has done that. So, um, yeah, I, now I'm just curious. Now, now you start, which leads into the next question: is well, what about these head coaches? I I, the, I said it on the air when when Mike Grable was fired; he'll be out of work for ten minutes if he wants to be, yeah. and he'll he'll pick any job he wants and maybe that's the problem is he doesn't like what he sees out there but i can't believe that guy didn't get uh be one of the first hires out there
3: yeah and i'm seeing uh ben johnson who i've i've said all right let's uh let's get this guy in washington once the detroit yep. season's over he's uh He's out there. Dan Quinn's name uh, being kicked around, and and he was a D coordinator in Seattle, Seattle and Washington right now, the last two openings. And you just wonder, you know, Mike uh, McDonald, heard his name, not Michael McDonald, uh, Brian, but Mike McDonald, uh, the Ravens D coordinator. And if one of those guys gets hired, uh, I guess Mike Vrabel will be talking to us on TV or something next year. And I don't know what Bill Belichick will be doing, but it'll just be very surprising if those two guys are not in the league next year of course Pete Carroll um I haven't really heard I haven't heard his name come up Brian I don't know what he wants to do moving forward and, and he might just what stay in Seattle with another position or something
7: well I, I don't think he wants to I think he wants to coach something nah. again he's a guy who's on doesn't have a low you know he's up there in age now everybody tells you he acts younger but you know he is up there in age and does want to coach again but yeah that's a guy who's won both collegiately and in the pros which is rare and and hasn't gotten quite the looks that I thought maybe he would in the offseason. I thought he's a guy the Panthers might look at, but uh, whether they did or not, I don't know, but obviously uh, he's a guy that, and he can be a little selective of where he wants to go to, but he may have avoided the whole Charlotte thing as well.
3: Brian North joining us. Championship Sunday coming up, and you can hear the games right here on Pirate Radio. Good news for the Ravens. They will be uh, activating. They are all-world tight end, Mark Andrews, so just another weapon for Lamar Jackson. Will it matter, Brown? Are the Chiefs destined to just always be on our TVs on Super Bowl Sunday, on Championship Sunday? I, I'm getting some Chiefs fatigue, like everyone else, but got to give them credit. Uh, Pat Mahomes goes out, wins his first road playoff game uh, in the first one he plays in a Buffalo last week. What do you think about Chiefs Ravens this Sunday?
6: Yeah,
7: I mean, I, I would favor Baltimore. I think they have more weapons. Your quarterbacks are both dynamic, so that's probably a wash. So. Uh, even though the Ravens have had injury problems. They're running back this year. They are getting their tight end back. I think their defense is a little bit better. They are at home. Look, you can never count out Patrick Mahomes and, and the playoff experience that he has. I just don't know if he has enough weapons. But, you know, I, the, the whole Mahomes fatigue thing, I, I like to watch Michael Jordan. I like to watch Tiger Woods. I always like to watch people who are the best at what they do because they are so dynamic and memorable. So I never get fatigued with guys like that who are, great at what they do but bringing tangibles that are memorable and that's what Pat Mahomes does so that's why I've always enjoyed watching him so it wouldn't bother me to see the Chiefs win but I think Lamar Jackson has some of that as well so um, and, and this is kind of a big game for him we talked about this last week felt like a bigger game for Josh Allen than it did for Patrick Mahomes and I think that's the same case this week it's probably a bigger game for Lamar being the MVP and and not having been able to get this far in his yeah. of the Super Bowl in his career,
3: the old legacy game, Brian. I tell you what, I like. I, it's not. It's not a video game. It's not fantasy football. It's real-life football, and these guys get banged up and injured and go through the car crashes. But to see Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones running like it's September in that playoff game the other night was awesome, seeing these athletes at their best. And uh, McCaffrey and the Niners move on uh, to take on the Lions. Does the Lions' uh, storybook season come to an end now that you get them outside that dome, or do uh, do they have more magic to pull out?
7: Yeah, everything says that this is 49ers in a runaway, but I watched the Red Sox win a World Series, the Cubs win a World Series, the White Sox win a World Series. I've seen all, uh, the Rangers win a Stanley Cup. I've seen a lot of droughts. Hmm. End. and So, you know, is this Detroit's time? Obviously, on paper, I think they're going to be a big underdog in this game and, and the 49ers do look great. And You know, they're they're basically Cal- uh, uh, Carolina Panthers West with McCaffrey and Sam Darnold and um, uh, defensive coordinators uh, Steve Wilkes. So, uh, a lot of Panthers influence on on that side, so. But I just I love Dan Campbell. Love uh, Jared Goff has always been kind of to me um, underplayed, and so it wouldn't bother me to see him get to a second Super Bowl with a different team, which is rare. Um, but I just I, I just have a hard time seeing how Detroit does it unless it's some sort of manifest de- uh, destiny.
3: Brian, that's uh, that's interesting. I'd like to explore that topic more. Who is that? Who is now on that list with those teams you mentioned? With Boston uh, ending the curse, the Cubs ending the curse, um, uh, the Nuggets just last year uh, finally won one. I would think from an NBA standpoint, you could go with our in-state Hornets, uh, maybe Sacramento Kings, something like that. NFL will be the Lions, the the Browns, I guess. Right? Yep. So yep. yeah, who 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 in our lifetime will be uh, be snapping those curses? And yeah, the Lions are, are in a spot to do it, man. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah,
6: I, I think
7: you can throw up the Jets been a long time oh
3: yeah yeah
7: and um and and even you know shoot the dolphins it's been so long for them and so there's there are legacy franchises out there that that uh certainly would like to taste that that uh championship for the first time i try to think baseball who was even
3: well the royals would have been i think the royals were pretty good before i started watching right in the
7: oh yeah yeah but never won a world series until they did um whenever
3: it was uh you know not that long yeah but like 90s through 2014 or whatever they they were they were nothing so that that was one for me um i was thinking about the the twins but they did win one against the braves in the early 90s so not both both 87 and
7: 91
3: yeah both. uh reds are in that category but they also won in the what late 80s early 90s yeah, on yeah. 91 90 days they,
7: they beat the A's and then um
3: and of course, the big red machine during the seventies. Pirates had one in a while. Uh,
7: yeah. what well, we are family. Um, Seventy
3: nine. Yeah. So you've uh, you've got some droughts there. Luckily, there's enough dinosaurs still roaming this earth that remember Washington's glory days. Because uh, yeah. I was kind of sad on Sunday, Brian. The the longest championship droughts in the NFC uh, lines in Washington were tied, and that's because they played each other. Uh, going into, it was the 91 season, 92 calendar year, and Washington won that game. So now we uh, we stand alone with that drought. Yeah, Yeah.
7: Uh, well, Cowboys aren't
3: that far behind. Yeah, they are like three years uh, ahead of us. So uh, misery loves company. Come on in, Brian Bailey. Let's uh, join the party. Um, all right, Brian, here's a note I saw on Twitter a moment ago, and I... I, I'm, I'm not forget the Hornets, man. That, that, what's the point of following this this organization right now? Uh, but an interesting local note: I saw Kent Bazemore is joining the Hornets G League affiliate. So, uh, still trying to uh, to get it done. Maybe get back in the NBA. But there's a there's an Eastern North Carolina guy for you, Brian.
2: Let
7: me tell you something interesting about Kent Bazemore. Now, that, this guy, you know, has, first of all, he's had an amazing career. Right? He was only D one offer was Old Dominion. He was. What's his, his logo is um, like 629 or he, where he was rated, 699-something. He has his logo associated with, number associated with his name because that's where he was ranked coming out, uh, going into his NBA class, and he was able to make the Lakers the free agent. and He's, he's done well. I mean, he had a, a really nice career with the Hawks and just made the misstep of trying to go back to the Lakers, and that didn't work out, and that kind of killed his career. But he's been in Sacramento playing pickup games at the Y, to say it's safe. And he, and he said... I'm that guy that's going to be playing in like the over 60 adult league. It's just what I want to do. So the fact that the, uh, the swarm are now giving him a chance is awesome because it gets him back into the state. You know, he's he's had some marital issues and, and went through a divorce, and I think that kind of messed with him a little bit. So I think mentally he's trying to get healthy as well. And so uh, I'm glad to see that for him. He really is a nice guy. All my dealings with him, he's been great. Um, and I, look, he's still a 3-and-D guy. He can still play a little bit if his shooting stroke is on. So – Why not? Let's check it out. Let him uh, him put him back to the list now that Terquavion is getting some time with the 76ers.
3: And, uh, yeah, I mean, you talk about his play on the court, off the court, Brian. Uh, How about career earnings, uh, according to a sport track, uh, over almost $79 million. million, So, yeah, take that. Amazing
7: for a kid from Kelford. At (laughs) at one time, there was a – and I forget her name. She went to UNC, but she was also playing in the WNBA, and for the population base, they had the greatest uh, number of NBA or professional basketball players uh, for pop for popular <laughs> right uh, in, in the world.
3: I was like two out of like two hundred people in the town or whatever it is.
7: Yep, yep out of Kelford. But man, uh, Baysworth, follow him on Instagram. He just sits there and he'll go on hikes and he'll just tell you his random thoughts when he's going on these weird hikes. So. He's, he's an interesting cat, that's for sure.
3: North, uh, always enjoy the chat, man. Have a great weekend. What's the uh, the North Clan up to?
7: Uh, got my buddy is in town. Uh, uh, what I like to call Bob Vila's uh, unknown brothers. So he is um, helping me further my construction knowledge by nice. working on some projects. So we have that. We've got. Then I have to put on the old black tie for the Heart Ball in Newburn to help try and raise some money Saturday night. And. Uh, maybe read uh Ellis' book so I don't
3: screw up my own marriage. Very good uh, idea. Speaking of Newburn, um what do you got there? The Newburn Bern Southpaws? The Southpaws. And then uh, what are your thoughts? Because everybody's giving their thoughts on the Greenville Yard Gnomes. How do you feel about that, Brian?
7: So, first of all, I, I keep calling them the Garden Gnomes because I am letter uh, alliteration guy. Sure. Greenville Garden Gnomes would be all Gs, right? You could do something off the Triple G spot or something. You could have something good in there. But they went with yard gnomes, which I, I'm i still trying to figure out. Is, is there any kind of history or story that I'm missing behind the yard
3: gnomes? Uh, no, but it was something I learned this week and, and how they're trying to spin it. Apparently, gnomes guard uh, your treasure, protect your treasure. I didn't know that. So they're trying to say pirates and pirate treasure and gnomes it's, guarding. I don't know. I don't see the connection. but
7: Now, having said that, love the Southpaws because they keep the bear name yeah. New Bern. And it's a baseball reference and we're in the South. And so I thought that was brilliant. I'd never thought about the name the Southpaws before. So I thought, it, I, I thought that was a pretty good name. I, I'm, I'm in full go on that one.
3: Ready to see Cy si Seymour throw out the first pitch one of those games this year.
7: He has to do it left-handed though.
3: Yeah, he can do it. He's the man. North, enjoyed it, man. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you again soon.
7: Alright, sounds good. Clipper.
3: Brian north joining us pirate radio live line here on a feel-good friday edition of prl we'll take a break come back get ready to wrap up our number one we'll talk nfl in hour number two of today's show more to go pirate radio live on a friday back with you after week. you're listening to our one
1: of- Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself? When you can be a pirate. Now back to the show.
0: Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Did you know that there's thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with needs. If you can't make it to the next pirate game, simply call one 800 dial ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252 916 Nine one one seven and Bud Light reminds you, Pirate fans, to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show with your host, Cliff Rock.
3: Elite Reed from AHarp, Alex Harper. We are back with you, and we're about to go to break again. Bad break management here in hour number one. I blame myself. I blame Wes Hines, and I blame David Price. Where'd to go, David. We'll get back on track. Tony Dunn will join us wearing an appropriate hat for this song that is playing right now. He's got the Prince hat. That's sick. That he'll be rocking in hour number two. Talking about Dave Canales. The ladies love him. The men want to be him. D-Can. Does he want him to be his new head coach? Or are you just going to play the song through the, through the segment? <laughs> Might as well. Okay, yeah. No, I'm with you. That's a good call. That's a good producer call. <clears throat> Can you slightly turn it down for a moment? Because it's Royal Rumble weekend. This was one of my favorite returns in the Royal Rumble. 14 years ago.
8: Right now, Michaels, Jericho, Cedar,
3: Who's coming out? On his way.
8: Who's
7: going to join these guys?
6: hands...
3: Love the you think you know me I
2: see clearly. I can't believe I can't believe he's gone Spear! Spear!
3: So is he still going in AEW? Or is he? he is. Yeah. So he made a surprise return in 2010 I think he made one in 2020 so I can't wait until the 2030 Royal Rumble mm. and 65 year old Edge makes another return to wow. WWE Uh, We'll talk a little rumble before we get out of here on a Friday. Right now, we'll take a break, come back. Tony Dunn joins us back with you after this.
1: Hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
0: Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local, print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswear.enc.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now back to the show with your host, Clip Rock.
3: All right, Wes Hines producing A Harp Video Production. Sean, to my left, in the house. And head of the table, Tony Don. Hello, Tony. C3. That's good. That's good, guys? Busy week. Yeah. A lot to talk about. Yeah. Fun, <clears throat> fun week. Fun how, you, week. How, how, how how you feeling?
9: About the same, I guess. I mean, good, good. I mean, like you can only help but go step forward. <clears throat> so, can't help but step forward.
3: I, I Like Chandler, were you excited, very excited about the Dan Morgan news? Did you like that move?
9: Yeah. I, I do think there's some value in promoting Dan Morgan and, um, I'm working on a piece right now for the website that is they hired Dan Morgan because of Bryce Young. And ultimately, David Tepper trade We invested a lot to get Bryce Young to move up from nine to one. And he's our future. He's the near future for sure. And whether that future is good or bad, that doesn't matter at this point. What you need to do is have someone who understands that and believes that. And if you bring in a new GM that's from the outside, one is there always a tendency to show your value, make your mark, and there there just isn't that connection, investment in Bryce Young. So it's not that they wouldn't be able to or could articulate their support for Bryce Young. It's just they weren't there, and they don't. It's kind of harder to remember why you drafted him number one. And there was a reason they selected him number one. And Dan Morgan is uh, intimate with that and understanding of that and was a part of that. So I think that having a GM that's committed to that vision is an important thing. And also, I mean, he kind of is familiar with the team. And while the season was, you know, atrocious and, and all, you know, just disastrous, you know, you can't always just look at the outcomes only. You got to believe in some of the things you did. You know, you got to believe some of the pieces and the direction, even though it hasn't worked out as well as you wanted. And so I think Dan Morgan brings that context and that perspective.
5: Do, do you think uh, the decision to go with Dan Morgan, do you think um, do you think that he had a plan in place and that's what helped him get the job? Because I feel like he was went to David Tepper and said, hey, I got this guy. I'd like he said. Here's my plan, and they said let's roll with it. Yeah,
9: I mean I think that plan is Bryce Young, you know. And I mean I think it's as simple as that, you know. And uh, and Dan Morgan, I, look, it's, it seems like the other candidates that they were interviewing weren't necessarily personnel guys, but were more so the kind of salary cap. Um, money men, and there's still an idea. They let go of this guy named Samir Sula- Suleiman, who was in charge of contracts and negotiations, and right now it looks like they're going to be bringing in, a lot of people are looking at this guy, Brant Tillis, from the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the the name that has people have been saying. So I think that, yeah, I mean, that vision is Bryce Young, and I think uh,
3: David Tepper just really felt comfortable with that. They just showed that you got more on Morgan before we move on to the coach. Well, no, I
5: was just going to say that- I was talking more of Dave Canales and his relationship with him because it seemed like it was a quick turnaround. We hired Morgan on Monday, I believe. We hired Canales yesterday. And I mean, Vrabel, did Vrabel even get to Charlotte to interview?
9: You know, I I don't know if it was like uh, it looked like uh, Vrabel may have been trying to use the Panthers to get a little leverage on the Atlanta Falcons, and that didn't work out. Yeah, Um, you know, I I think the Panthers. You know, I mean, I guess the question is, are they a destination that people are interested in going to? I mean, were you able? Were you ever really in the running for a guy like Harbaugh, which they didn't even interview, or some of these hotter names like Ben Johnson? Or Bobby Slowick, and I think you had you just kind of had to understand that the Panthers, because of the turmoil that's existed since they fired Ron Rivera and since David Tepper has become owner, that they weren't going to get the five star recruit coach. Yeah, that they were going to have to reach a little deeper into the well and maybe yeah. go to a guy who was a year ahead of schedule. Yeah, you know?
5: well, I mean, and Clip talked about this yesterday, but a guy that's going to be interested in this job even with the dumpster fire that we have is a guy like Dave Canales who's ready to dive in and take over as a head coach and is hungry to to run a franchise.
9: Yeah, got a 6-year contract. I mean, why would you not be hungry for that? Is like I mean, you got to strike when the iron's hot and I, I think that Ben Johnson by going back to Detroit while it it worked out in the situation, it was a risk for him, you know. Yeah, is we've it?
3: talked about that with Jason Nichols uh, and other coaches that we like we blame these guys why are you leaving now why, you gotta strike while the iron's hot because your name can be totally forgotten the next cycle think of
9: Eric Biy think of uh, Joe Brady. You know, for the Carolina Panthers, he was a guy who had never even been in the NFL and comes into Carolina's first year and was getting interviews as a head coach. So, yeah, I mean, you got to you got to seize that opportunity. And that's where one thing is. People always say if the organization is bad, nobody's going to want the job. Somebody's going to want the dang job. You know, I mean, it's just too much money. Too much of an opportunity to pass up. And these guys believe in themselves. So you would hope you hired somebody that believes they can, they have what it takes to to get the ship rolling and or sailing in the right
3: direction. Uh, I think one of the poster boys for this right now, I don't even know if you know the name, Tony. Do you know who Matt Campbell is? Mm, Iowa no. State. He's the head coach no. at Iowa State, who was nine and three in 2020, first place <clears throat> in the Big 10, won the Fiesta, in the Big 12, won the Fiesta Bowl. And said, I'm staying here. And he was the hottest name. And since then, it's gone seven and six, four and eight, seven and six. And his name <clears throat> just doesn't pop up anymore. Yeah. And he might not be staying there, but now by not by choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So on Canalis and just overall, first of all, this has been a... I don't know. Just looking at the names, it's been a weird coaching carousel cycle. I agree. Like starting like Callahan in Tennessee, and and part of this too. I'm gonna be on. I I don't know all the coordinators in the NFL, and I you know so I don't know who's hot or whatever. I'll tell you, who I do know. I know Mike Vrabel. I know Bill Belichick, and those are two guys Harbaugh. that appear to be on the outside looking in when it comes to coaching jobs. The Chargers made the splash with Harbaugh. Carolina and Atlanta makes kind of a little, you know, ripple with a pebble with their hires. I was really surprised to see Raheem Morris uh, get a job. Antonio Pierce is not a name you would have thought of, but he was the interim guy and got the job at the Raiders. So it has been a less than stellar blockbuster you know, carousel. I'm not, I'm not really
9: surprised about Bill Belichick, you know, is that, I mean, we've seen that, I mean, look, he's, he's old, you know, he's older, he's been in the league for a long time and, and certainly he is the premier coach and arguably the best coach in NFL history. But I think the situation for him needs to be one that is ready to win. So I think there was one job available that was going to be fit a good fit for him. And if it was there, it was Dallas. And since they decided to right. keep McCarthy, I you know, I mean, I just don't think he'd be a great fit for Carolina. I think he's a great coach. But, like, is are you ready to take on such a project? And for the Falcons, I think what Vrabel and the problem with Belichick both offer is they don't have a quarterback that they believe in. And that was Vrabel's difficulty in Tennessee is finding and getting that quarterback. And we've seen Bill Belichick struggle with that since uh, Tom Brady left.
3: Has Canales done the introductory press conference? Not yet. Okay.
9: But he has. uh, First thing he woke up and did this morning was tweet Panther Nation said, how y'all feeling? So he is on Twitter, which
3: is uh, risky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he'll be blocking and muting a lot of accounts probably C3 and Tony uh, no
9: no not huh? me he's not, no, not going to be I'm, on the
3: Derek Anderson list
9: no nah, I think I'm uh, you know I'm a little older now you know I just don't have the energy I to fight as I thought about that this, this week
3: I was like this is kind of boring now that Tony's more like me he doesn't get too up or too down about anything like you know eight years ago you guys make a hire you would have had your hot take ready this guy sucks or this guy's the next legend now you're too even kill. Yeah,
9: I mean, you just gotta because you've been doing it, and you gotta, you know, you gotta keep doing it. And yeah, I don't know, well, I still got my own personality that I bring to it. No doubt. How
3: what? how is the C three panel feeling about this? Great brand? question. Oh no, I have a different question. C three panel, how are they feeling?
9: I think everybody. The good news about this, and and this is where actually Canalis, I think, is kind of a good fit for Carolina. Is if you hire Ben Johnson, he's such a hot commodity, hot name that you automatically fans try to manufacture expectations we came off of having Frank Reich and that superstar um, coaching staff All-star supposedly coaching yeah. staff. and I think and then you got Bryce Young and we just had such inflated expectations from the get go and while they fell short of even regular expectations I think Panther fans right now are in the mood of it's just like hey we're just waiting to see something good happen you know so I mean I think people are just trying to find
3: uh understanding in it rather than trying to be <laughs> supportive or poo poo in it before you got to take you got to learn who the damn guy is yeah, yeah. Uh, i guess you were answering that for your commenters as well that was going to be my question like how did the uh, i saw you guys went live when, yeah, when yeah. it was announced so
9: there's there is there i mean there obviously are people look there's a certain there's a real negativity in carolina among carolina fans
3: but part know? of it too was expectation like who is going to come here so uh, i think people at a uh, people probably already had their expectations set yeah uh, the I, if there is
9: the concerns though with Canales is that he's only been an offensive coordinator for one year yeah the tampa bay offense while uh, baker was cooking there well it was you know middle of the pack at best when it yeah. came to scoring in yards and they were dead last in rushing and so you're looking at this is like a the kind of thing is, is you're thinking, can this person build a culture? In many ways, you were thinking it took a guy like a Mike Vrabel, it took a guy like a Bill Belichick to you know, stabilize this organization. So, I, I mean, really, the question marks are just the inexperience and – you know, usually if you have a name that you were gravitating to, if it's not that person, right, then you're not so you really your personal Yeah, happy. who did
3: did you have a personal favorite?
9: Well, I think we were all looking to Bobby Slowick from Houston because of uh, the success that he had with C.J. Stroud, yeah. and his offense just was was good, and like it was. So I think, and uh, you know, you like everybody wants to latch on to that Shanahan tree. Yeah. So that was the kind of name that we were interested in. And I was, you know, I was flirting with Vrabel uh, in the last second, but I kind of had shifted to that uh, for 24 hours, and then it didn't matter anymore.
3: Uh, did you hear what Holden Naylor said about Canales yesterday? Oh, no, but n- – I'm going to find that during the break, and we'll play it when we return. I need to get in touch with him. Okay. All right. I I'll, uh, I'll, I know a guy uh, let's take a break we'll come back more with Tony Dunn we'll talk more about uh, the Panthers and their hire this week and also get into the games Tony just to put it into your head we're going to pick spreads this week oh nice and over-unders alright So am ready, we'll have four ready different to take picks. the lead alright here we go uh, we'll take a break come back more with you hour two of Pirate Radio Live after this
1: into hour 2 of Pirate Radio live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show.
0: Welcome back Pirate Nation. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and a drink on the patio. Join down on Main every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street, in historic downtown Washington. Now, back to the show with your host, Clint Brock.
3: All right, working under pressure. Well done. Hey, Harp. Wes Hines in the house. Yes, sir. Sean. Here. And Tony in C3 Podcast. Yesterday, Hold Nailers, Drew Dotter from the Hold Nailers Show joined us on the program, and you can. Listen to or watch episode three of The Holden Aylor Show. Their guest this week, Stanford Steve from College Game Day from Sports Center with SVP. And uh, talk gambling, talk football, talk to all things. Uh, check that out wherever you get your podcast or watch it on Pi Radio TV. And I believe Wes, uh, we got that ready to go for 6 o'clock. You can hear it right here at 6. Tony, I asked Holden about the <clears throat> New Panthers hire. And uh, he had a a take or two on it, and let's hear that from yesterday's show. Today, their offensive coordinator goes to Carolina. What do you think about that, Holt? Honestly, so I like it. Um, I know a lot of Panthers fans don't. I actually, so he was the QB coach in Seattle the year before I got there, Mm -hmm. Um, and Drew and Gino both loved him. They like Gino had a really, really good year. He was comeback player of the year Um, two years ago when he was the quarterback coach there and I remember being in camp and uh, they were like it's a huge adjustment without him here like he's gonna be a head coach one day so I'm a fan of it I think he's a quarterback guy obviously goes to Tampa and Baker balls out this year so I mean hopefully he can go bring some of that magic to Bryce Young. You can't speak to that specifically Holden but you have played for a lot of coaches that have been trained by guys you know what what makes a guy love a coach and say man we're really gonna miss this guy compared to well i didn't really learn a lot from that guy you know what what did he do you think that that others didn't do for gino's career for i know um him specifically like drew and gino both told me that like
5: he was a really good he did a really good job of like just going through progressions during meetings and stuff. And some quarterback coaches, like I've had quarterback coaches, you don't even talk about progressions. You just install a play and then hmm.
3: move on to the next one. And evidently, this guy, uh, Corrales, or what, How do you say his name? I mean, Canales. Canales, yeah. Canales. Um, they said that he did a really good job of just like going through progressions, making sure that you know what plays do you like, what plays do you not like, and then if he didn't like it, go to those. So you tell him, you know, let's not run these plays. Let's run the plays that he likes. Drew. What, so, uh, yeah, Holden, again, didn't have first-hand. It was second-hand information coming from him. But uh, you got to like that to hear how much Drew Locke and Gino. if you ever hear, hey, man, we're going to miss this guy. And by the way, Gino's numbers weren't as good without him. I don't oh, know how much you can point to that. But
9: Well, is and this is largely why Dave Canales, I think, was able to secure the job is he's involved with – he's as the passing coordinator when Russell Wilson had his best years as well as Gino being the comeback player of the year and then his first year as head coach with um I mean not head coach as offensive coordinator with of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers he was able to really get uh Baker's best season uh, after he's been a cast off now by
3: multiple teams. He's the quarterback saver man. He's the
9: that's what you know Carolina needs right now.
3: <laughs> uh Kenny didn't get the memo that it was Feel Good Friday. Kenny said, new coach, same 5'8 quarterback, losing. And for the Cowboys, same
5: coach, same quarterback.
3: Sorry. Chandler, feel good Friday. I'm- good news,
9: though. Both uh, our head coach and our quarterback now are Mexican. Interesting. Yeah. Did not know that. Uh, well, that's what Adam Schefter said. And I believe maybe either um, Bryce Young's mom is – Either part Hispanic okay. or I something didn't know like that. that We didn't know any of this, but Adam Schefter said they're both of them Mexican descent. So. I did
3: not know the Bryce Young. I did see the <laughs> Canales tweet yeah. earlier this week. Uh, Chad, welcome in. Um, what do you think about your new head coach, Callahan? Is he related to. That's his son. Yeah. Bill, okay. Bill, Bill Callahan. Callahan. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Zach says, A harp nailing the ad reads, as always. Well done and mark says gary Chan.
5: touchdown state
3: that's a good one mark Gary has, uh, has state named a, an announcer yet and if not when will it, you be announced as their new <laughs> play-by-play voice i don't know okay we're still in the talks still talking it up all right um anything else on the panthers what's uh what's the next what else you got any more higher whoa can you keep the defensive coordinator? What's going to happen with that, Tony?
9: Uh, I think. Well, the first component of that is if if he gets a job as a head coach, he w- interview with the Seattle Seahawks, and you know, after Pete Carroll, there's bringing in, and re- and really, I think as you see Raheem Morris now grab a job after, um, who's the guy in Houston again? Uh, Houston Texans coach D'Amico Ryan's D'Amico Ryan's. You know these. These younger, intense defensive coordinators, you know, that can rally men, I think is kind of a not a fad, but you know, I mean, it's kind of popular at the moment. So there might be an opportunity for him to get that because the Carolina Panthers defense was statistically good, even though they weren't good. Uh, But if he doesn't get that head coaching job, the good news of it is he's under contract and he's highly paid right now. And so he would have to quit. And if and Dave Canales spoke glowingly of him throughout the season as his opponent, so a lot of um, people are hoping that we're able to retain Jiro Evero throughout this transition. But he also, you know, chose not to come back on with Sean Payton when he took over and joined Frank Reich instead.
3: Yesterday, Jamie asked, "Why do defensive coaches become better head coaches?" And I listed three out of the four still remaining are offensive coaches. Let's do a quick look at the best teams this year and if their head coach is offense or defense. Buffalo, defense. Defense. Uh, Miami, offense. Ravens, special Special teams. teams. Uh, Browns, I looked it up, Stefanski, offense. Yep. Uh, Tomlin, defense. D'Amico Rhines with the Texans, defense. Chiefs, offense. Cowboys' offense, Eagles' offense, Lions' offense. mm Oh, well, because he was a tight... Well, he yeah. played offense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Niners' offense, Rams' offense. If you want to throw the Bucks in there, Todd Bowles' defense. I would say now, maybe this shows a shift in how the game's played, but there are more... Good teams with offensive head coaches than defensive head coaches. D-
5: Dan Campbell's not an offense or a defensive coach; he's a football coach. He's yeah. just
3: a yeah a,
9: a motivator. I think really it's just a, it's not that defensive coaches can't be successful. I mean, there's a lot of reasons they can be, and we've seen it
3: historically. Just well, that's what he, he was saying. Historically, defensive coaches are better head coaches than offense.
9: The question though is, is can you contain? can you have continued success sustained success as a defensive coach and you? And, and that's where you see the difficulty because look someone said look that you're not going to have a lot of um, seasoned offensive coordinators up for head coaching positions because they're either good and get offers to be jobs or they're bad and they get fired and the team wants to be able look the NFC right now has four teams looking for an offensive coordinator think about that and so Every time you have success, you get poached. And then you have to try to find another guy who can come in there and continue the continuity. And if Bobby Slowick gets the job as a, or gets a head coaching job, that's going to be the first question. Can Houston find a guy that can work and, and continue to get the most out of C.J. Stroud? Or do you see a slowdown or a plateau or a step back? And that's why when Andy Reid is your head coach, you're going to get Andy Reid every year. Yeah. You know, so, and I, I just think it's hard to continue that sustained success when you have people leaving all the time. And look, I mean, Philadelphia could be a good example as well. I mean, they lost both of their coordinators last year, and then had a lot of difficulty throughout the year finding that that
3: kind of juice and that continuity. Tony Dunn here, Chon to my left, A Harp and Wes Hines. I've got the picks from. Danny, but not Joey, so we'll have to wait on those, but oh, actually, if Joey doesn't text in in the next 25 minutes, uh, he will forfeit and get zeros this week, so I, I can catch him again. Well,
5: well, I texted him and said that he can call the show 317-1250 and get on the air, but I haven't heard back from him.
3: So, last week, Joey goes <laughs> 4-0, and adding 8 points to his total. I got cute and too cute. And only went two and two last week. So Joey now has one sixty six. Tamai, one sixty two. Danny gets three out of four. He has one fifty seven. Tony gets three uh, three out of four. Three out of four, and has one fifty one. And Chon went three out of four. Man, if you'd have gone lines, you'd have been in the mix a little bit to catch Tony. Sure. But uh, you have one forty four. So uh, let's go AFC, and we'll take a break actually let's uh let's go nfc first so we got 49ers minus seven and a half and the total of that is are we doing both 51 and a half so 49ers minus seven and a half total 51 and a half first of all um did you watch that saturday night uh niners packers yeah my big takeaway is just how vulnerable they were. Bru- well, th- there's that. So what I liked was seeing healthy McCaffrey, healthy Aaron Jones. It almost felt like a September game. Like They looked like they were at their peak physicality. So it was so much fun to watch. Uh, to your point, Tony, I, I always question what is Brock Purdy? like. It, and right now I'm leaning towards. He's good enough. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys that could be good enough in San Francisco. Yeah, sure, I mean, sure. I, but but I mean, he did some good things right at the end. That's important. when it mattered. Yeah, yeah. Um,
9: <laughs> Seven and a half is a little high for me. I'm I know, rich.
3: but it the lines telling you Niners. I, I last week I thought they would they would blow out the Packers. They didn't. I'm just gonna keep riding with the Niners to to do what they do in the regular season, which is be up by seven-ish at half and win the game by 17, something like that. I'm going to take in uh, San Fran minus the points.
9: I think I'm going to go with you, to be honest. I want to I, I say that seven-and-a-half is too much, uh, but we saw that look is that Detroit, you know, went into that game, was a tied at halftime with the Bucks. You know? Yeah. So And the Bucs aren't a great team. Um,
3: so the San Francisco 49ers... Well are a really good team we'll get to it Ravens were tied at the half with the Texans and yeah. then just put the absolute beat down on them, Yeah. but we'll get to that in a moment alright uh, Danny is taking the Lions <laughs> plus the points Chan, what are you doing
5: I'm gonna go Lions plus the points as well
3: what kind of uh, you wanna take the money line nah give us some thoughts Well, I mean you got a lot going on in that head I wanna know what's going on
5: there's a lot going on. Yeah. No, but I, I like the Lions staying in there. And then I can actually see this coming down to a five, like a, a field goal at the end. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think the Lions, uh, the streak ends, the, the magical run ends this week. But I think they'll put up a fight. So, uh, yeah, seven and a half is a little too steep for me.
9: You guys cheering for the Lions if they make the Super
3: Bowl?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Got to. Um, I'm a little worried about – <clears throat> and I think the Lions did this a lot during the regular season, but the way the Bucks were able to move up and down, the way the Rams were able to move up and down,
9: I don't Remember know. Remember
3: when the Baltimore Ravens destroyed yes. the Lions? Yeah. Uh, Debo, if he's out, that that definitely hurts. But I think the Niners can get into the 30s in this game. So... You taking over? 37. Oof. It's hard. 34... 21 either way I'm getting over so give me over 51 and a half I think uh, the Niners score a lot I'm gonna go under alright I'm gonna take the
5: over in this one
9: and I mean I could see this game being like you know 28-17 or something would that still keep
3: me that under? would get you under yeah, yeah pretty safely which is a lot of points 51 that's a high total yeah. for, uh, for a championship game all right uh joey waiting on you buddy um alex how you feeling about niners and lions i hate to be the bearer of
0: bad news but this is gonna get ugly
3: Ooh, okay i'm going 49ers, niners
0: at least 14 mm.
3: at least two times. alternate line wes would love to hear your input here niners or Lions?
2: let's go with uh
3: Niners. Who's the best 49er of all time, Wes?
5: Don't ask me.
3: Okay. It's Jerry.
5: <laughs> I believe we got Joey on the line. He's calling in right now.
3: Can you give that for us, Wes? It's got to be Jerry. I know. Yeah, I just didn't know if Wes would. I was going to ask oh, Man, I guess you said.
5: could
9: argue
3: Joe Montana. Steve Young? No. Jerry is the answer. He's the we answer for everything. Joey on the line young joey (coughs) what's up joey hello what's up buddy joey you know what i learned this week what's up boss one of my celebrity crushes is part Puerto Rican really Aubrey Plaza you know who that is no she was in um Parks and Rec is she single uh, no, she's married. So is Clip. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get together or nothing. She's Joey, do you dip,
9: typically describe, would you say Hispanic or Latino? Would you be more apt? Which term would you be more apt to use? For myself? Yeah.
10: Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know, Hispanic, I guess.
9: Well, did you know that the Carolina Panthers now have a quarterback and a a head coach of Mexican descent? They are also Hispanic.
10: Yeah, it kind of sucks. (laughs)
3: no bueno (laughs) no bueno what do you think about Dave uh, Canales he's muy bonito
10: (laughs) about all these to his arsenal I feel him being good looking but I wish it would have been variable but just like the Panthers have to do we just have to take the hire and keep pushing
3: alright there you go excelente Joey did you get my text earlier today Uh,
10: yeah I just responded to it
3: Right on time. He hasn't. No, yeah, he he's lying. <laughs> he's a liar. All right. Yes. Uh, by the way, Joey, four and zero last week. So you took a four point lead over me heading into championship weekend. Oh, that
10: sounds so good. Can you say it again?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Joey went four for four. He texted that in our uh, chat with Danny, and I said four for four. That sounds like the eight-hole hitter for a guy, the opposing team facing Danny Beal. So, I was able to get myself from Jeez. under the bus and put Danny under the bus real quick. Uh, Alright, Joey, we just went through the NFC game. Niners and um, Lions, and then we got the total as well. So, Niners minus seven and a half against Detroit. Who you got?
10: I got the Lions. Uh, and then I've also got the over.
3: Lions and over. Um, can you hang on or do you need to go? No, I can hang on. All right, let's hang on. We'll take our uh, final break of the – or our next break and come back and we'll do the AFC game. Joey on the line, Tony Dunn, Sean, Wes, and A Harp on a feel-good Friday. Back with you after this. <laughs>
1: Listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back,
0: Pirate Nation. UBE, an ECU tradition for over 50 years. Shop online anytime at PiraWare.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And the Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at The da Buck. The Buck has the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you won't miss any of the games. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly Jersey giveaway starting at 5 p.m. Score every Sunday at Da Buck. Now back to the show with your host, Cliff Rock.
5: Come
3: to the Buck. To
5: the Buck. By the way, if you have not been able to go out for the Jersey giveaway, get there on Sunday because they're having their final Jersey giveaway. It's the last week of the Jersey giveaway. And if you're a big fan of cornhole, uh, they're starting to do cornhole tournaments uh, on Sundays. I was actually a part of that a couple of weeks ago. So if you want to throw some bags, go out to the uh, to the Buck and uh, throw some cornhole on Sundays.
3: Toss a few bags.
5: Toss a few bags
3: back. Ah, uh, the Buck. Some beers and bags. Beers and bags. I, I got to go home and put some water in Buck Nasty Mama's dish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I am so low.
3: Not even you, Tony? No. Man, that is from the Play a Haters Ball Chappelle okay. show. Okay. Man, that's disappointing. Very and disappointing.
5: By the way, the cornhole tournament starts at 3 o'clock.
3: 3 o'clock. Pirate basketball coming up Sunday at 5. East Carolina taking on Temple. And, uh, Tony, have you watched the college basketball game this month? I've wa- uh, Yes, I've watched ECU twice. Sweet. That a boy. That a boy. Uh, Pirates coming off a win, trying to sweep the Temple Owls. Who are, by the way, the uh, sixth all-time winningest program in basketball history. We could say we swept one of the Blue Bloods.
5: I'll kill you, Calipari!
3: That's right. That is a John Chaney reference. Uh, Joey, you still there? Yes, sir. Joey, uh, who is your celebrity crush? Forgot to ask you. Man, I got to ask Tony.
10: Man, my celebrity crush is crazy because she's coming on campus next week. I get to see her. Lori Hernandez. Remember the gymnast from the 2016 Olympics?
5: <laughs>
3: no. Uh, she's
5: coming to campus?
10: Yeah, she's going to have a like, little pep talk. She's really coming to see me, but she covered it up with pep talk. So. Um.
3: Okay,
6: she's cute. She
10: cute. She has the same hair as you. <laughs> talk to me.
3: <laughs> she looks talk like, uh, she kinda looks like the, the girl that worked at uh, NCT years ago
10: hey
3: are you looking at her right now yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh I, yeah i had to google image who she was
10: Hey, stop, stop looking at my girl
3: man. all she's right she's the same age as you are 23 yeah good luck man good luck tony who's
9: your celebrity crush dose dose uh elizabeth hurley is always the oh, easy one and
3: Ooh. katie holmes oh wow i hadn't seen her in a while Yeah. No. i don't know what she's doing She's like, call her up, hiding from Tom Cruise. I think. Uh, wasn't she
9: dating uh, Jamie Foxx at one point?
3: Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, we uh, carry on into uh, Championship Sunday. Let's talk Chiefs and Ravens. Got Ravens minus four. Got a total of... And I did get your text, uh, Joey, so you were not lying. I apologize for calling you a liar. Um... That number is 44 and a half. Let's start with the leader. Joey, who do you got?
10: I love the way you introduced me. Let's start with the leader. Uh, well,
3: let's see. That girl ain't going to talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>
10: I got the Ravens. Nah, surprisingly, I've got the under.
3: Ravens and under. What's the line again? Four. i I'm just. I'm, I'm going Chiefs. This is a, like a principle. What's the over under again? Like I got stupid and picked against them last week. Uh, 44 and a half. Uh, I'm Let's go, go game pick first. Uh, Ravens. Ravens minus four. Yeah. All right. John?
5: Ravens minus four, and I think this is going to be a fireworks show. Give me the over.
3: Ooh. Yeah, I want the over as well. Ooh. DB is going Chiefs and over all right before i make my pick why are you going uh everybody's going over why are you going under joey
10: i don't know i can feel like that's the that's the expectation that's gonna be fireworks but okay see a little little dumpster fire in the first half and then not be able to catch up to 44 in the second
3: let's see i've already got two picks opposite of you ravens so if this will be my third i could catch up i could take the lead If I go over.
10: You won't do it.
3: Can we get two overs on championship Sunday? I think so. No. I'm going to go over. Let's get some points on the board. All right, uh, Joey. Good to hear from you, buddy.
10: Good to hear from you guys, too. I'll see you
5: soon. All right. You working the night? Yeah, so everybody do not come to the buck tonight.
9: Oh, gosh. That's not (laughs) a pro move.
5: That's terrible advertising, buddy. No, because,
3: look, now they want to so. come. See you there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this guy. Follow the lead. This guy. He runs circles around us. Um, Chad says, Tony Big Dawson's Creek guy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. want
9: to wait. We got a couple of minutes to burn, right? I want to tell yeah. uh, since you, since you mentioned the celebrity crush, do you um, remember the show King of Queens? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Leah. Remedy, yeah. So, uh, they're laying in bed talking as a married couple one night. this, I just love this. Like, I can see this episode. And <laughs> they're talking about their hall pass as a relationship and, like, who would you, who would it be? Uh, yeah. And she is ping ponging off of. Uh, Who was it? It was George Clooney and somebody else. And she would be like, George. And then she switched her mind. He goes, All right, is that your final? You know, she's like, Yeah, that's it. And she goes, Well, who's yours? And he goes, The girl who does your nails and then
5: rolls over and goes to bed. Uh
3: -uh. (laughs) Yeah, that's got to be unattainable. There's going to be a fight. Um, Another one that none of y'all have heard of, she's very funny. She's on the Comedy Bang Bang podcast a lot. And her, her sense of humor is attractive, but turns out she's very uh, attractive as well. She was in jury duty, but Lisa Gilroy is. Um, Ooh, I think oh, she's going to yeah, be totally. in a lot of stuff soon. She is uh, hilarious, very dirty humor oh, as well. Yeah. Who was, um. So watch out for Lisa Gilroy.
5: Who was Adam Sandler's wife in Grown Ups? She was a smoke. She is still a smoke show. Selma
3: Hayek. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've never, I, I've never heard of her. Chandler's not a pop culture guy. Selma Hayek, you ever heard of her? Yes, man. She's been hot for forty years, man. Uh, 40 what was yards. that great, Tarantino movie <laughs> with the vampire?
9: She's fifty-seven Ooh. years old. What was uh, D- *Dust Till Dawn*? Never seen it, but I know what you're, you're. talking You're lying. About well, uh, you better go watch it because she is the main show. Oh, okay. The main star at the club. and it is pretty cool
3: scene Steve says Anna De Armas seeing her and stuff Uh, the girl in season one of True Detective that Woody Harrelson cheats on his wife with okay yeah Um, that's who that is no No. I'm saying whoever that is oh yeah she's got some scenes Uh, (laughs) she's got some scenes I want to go back to you because you had a great answer first time around who is number two on your celebrity crush list Paula Dean. <laughs> 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 Who
2: you got? Uh, uh, um, let's go with... uh, da, 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 da,
5: uh going through this Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Nose. while you're
9: thinking yeah here my friend used to have a good uh food network joke and that was you would go downtown and you think you'd go home with giada uh-huh. and then yeah, you giada. would w- and then you would wake up with barefoot contessa <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh tyler said how about the mom from modern family and happy gilmore's girlfriend 100 percent. you know what she also looks like um shannon spake from fox sports who's also uh on the list, Wes you come up with anybody? I'm i see you. <laughs> I Chad says Topanga and Winnie Cooper. He's going oh, way. Back. Oh yeah, those are like the kid ones. The Wayback Machine. Jamie said Shania Twain is in his Hall of Fame. And hey, man, if you're gonna oh. go the kid one, you got to
9: go uh, Homegirl from Saved by the Bell. Yeah.
2: All right. Just because I'm, I'm still watching the, um, the, the series, and I'm in on, season Hold four. Hold on, Wes.
3: Eric said Wes gets wild when Paula throws that stick of butter in the pan. <laughs> oh, good the whole
5: stick. There you go.
3: Is it a crew member on one of
5: the cruises that you watch on YouTube?
3: <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, Katie from this uh, Carnival cruise ship number 484. No, no, no. She works in the casino. Uh, no, no, no. Who you got, Wes? All
2: right. Um, i'm going with uh jerry ryan okay i've uh,
3: what was she in is she, that more she, uh she
2: was also voyager gosh he's yeah. in love
3: with now the whole cast now i know her she's attractive what else yeah. has she been have in? you seen homeland
9: yeah uh the who was the the guy that's in billions his wife was is good looking
3: oh his wife from homeland yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. She was oh, in some I, show called V. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's Monica something. Yeah. Yep. Good call there. Um. Yeah. Jerry Ryan, Wes. Mm-hmm. Good call there, man. So Wes uh, watches Star Trek for the babes. <laughs> <laughs> Those ears. The ears. He likes the ears. You get a girl with Spock ears. That's right <laughs> up Wes's alley. So Romulan. He's a Romulan fan. Uh, Kenny says Faith Hill. Mm. that's uh that's all class right there that's a classy beauty Mm. alex you look like you're chomping at the bit to get in here
0: i'm just listening and enjoying the moment right
3: now (laughs) who is jerry how do you spell it uh j-e-r-i i I recognize her from something i don't know from what uh we got another take uh take another break tony uh i want to get your thoughts on jerry Ryan before we get off the air uh i can't find her oh let me see blonde Blonde, blonde gal, blonde gal. You right? Oh yeah, her? totally. Yeah. yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. Yep. Um, you, I got to show you West's other one because, and she was attractive Come back. On, at, uh, <laughs> Sarah from uh, Did you watch Orange uh, is the New Black. Yeah, the Russian lady. That's that was West's. <laughs> <What's> but <laughs> she got. What's her name, West? Uh,
2: Catherine Milgrove.
3: Catherine Milgrove. Yeah. That don't sound right. I'm a
2: fan
9: for okay. Russian women, but man, when they they don't age the best. I pulled
2: it back <laughs> up
3: because
2: I was just looking right at it while I
3: So yeah, when Kate, she Kate Mulgrew, okay. When she was in Star Trek, okay. So she used to look like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's that's what. We're, <laughs> but the orange is the new black version. A little tough. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. And uh, a lot of celebrity crushes. Uh, we'll have Dave Canales on the list. Moving oh, forward. yeah, he's rising the ranks. Handsome guy. We'll get back to sports when we talk to Morgan Aylers coming up in hour number three. Also, Greenie, Mark Greenhelge, and more. Pirate Radio Live rolls on after this. I my head to mouth
1: listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light, reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
0: Welcome back, Pirate Nation. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency from maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk town insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes for personal or business insurance questions call 756-8300 today now back to the show with your host clip
3: rock hey welcome come on back in to the come on in Wes, can you do me a favor and call morgan aylish uh yeah yeah it's uh you got the roll of all right, right there. give him a uh, ring-a-ding-dong Ryan says, "How about some WWE Divas? Trish Stratus and Stacy Keebler ooh. I'll tell you who's attractive. No, this is going to sound Ooh, Chad said Maggie Lawson from uh Psych, good call Chad. Good one. This one's weird. Stay with me, Alex. Kind of kind of out of ring. <coughs> now I can't remember her name. Charlotte Flair? No. No. There's something about um sorry. Who's the champion now? Rhea Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Something about, like, she could just beat me up, and I'd be okay Ah, with it. I'm a Rhea Ripley fan. Uh, I like uh, Bel Air as well. Oh, uh, Bel Air is good. AJ Lee. Yeah. That's CM Punk's uh, real-life wife, right? True. Real-life wife. Real-life wife. Uh, Do we have Morgan on? Morgan Aylers joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. How you doing, Morgan?
8: I am doing good, man. I enjoy this beautiful spring day we're having. Mm Mm-hmm. You know either warm up or not if it's gonna get cold down the road don't do that
3: make up your minds Morgan uh we've been talking about it today uh, if you don't mind telling us who is your celebrity crush right now
8: my celebrity crush
3: yeah mm-hmm. who comes to mind uh,
8: uh...
3: Taylor Swift, I don't know. <laughs> no, that is not true, Morgan. <laughs> that's how bad Taylor Swift, like the, the watching football is now. She's just always on the brain. The answer to every question.
8: But here's the thing, with, with and I was telling somebody of this, some, uh, I don't know, two three weeks ago. The NFL, you know, they've got numbers. They live and die by the numbers on TV because that's how they get paid. And they know that every time that they show her on TV, it's a spike in ratings. Yeah. The, the first time that she was on, when she finally showed up at a football game, the numbers of women watching the game jumped up like 60%. And it's crazy. And they know exactly what they're doing, and you know whether she wants to be on there or not, they're going to show her regardless because it's a, it's a moneymaker for them. And congratulations
3: and uh i mean my my daughter's aware of and i don't know maybe she knew who travis kelsey was before all this but she definitely does now and is aware of these things so they might have uh might have gotten some new new fans out of this morgan somehow so and people are watching uh the numbers are outrageous for these playoff games looking forward to this weekend uh chiefs and ravens is swift going to the super bowl or uh will baltimore fans be celebrating on sunday night who you liking that one morgan
8: Boy, it's going to be a great football game, I think. I think that uh, if Baltimore's defense plays like they have been playing for most of the time in the, in the end of the year, in the postseason, they'll be in the Super Bowl. If they give up two to three big plays to Kansas City, they're the ones that are going to be in the Super Bowl. I really think that big plays are going to come be a key in that. And I think uh, Kansas City's, uh, defense might be just in, good enough, especially on the defensive front, to stop Lamar Jackson. And um, you know they don't have Keaton Mitchell, and they think that's going to be the big X factor that Baltimore's going to be missing.
3: Yeah, you and uh, Wes Hines are on the same page. That's scary to say. Wes yeah. said, if the Ravens had Keaton, it'd be a wrap.
8: It'd be a wrap. Yeah, they couldn't catch him. we would be running all over the field.
3: Niners Lions. Does the feel-good Lions story come to an end on Sunday morning?
8: Ooh, I hope not. I no. really would love to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. That is, like you said, it's a feel good story. That, that franchise is so beat up for so many years. 0 16, not that long ago. And, you know, they have just playing so well. Their coaching staff's done a great job. And what a great story for former Pirate coach Scotty Montgomery to make the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Could very well happen. And we would post a Facebook post about it, and people would lose their minds just like they did when we posted about the Greenville Yard Gnomes earlier this week. Do you have a hot take on that, Morgan?
8: I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to find my mind.
3: <laughs> oh,
8: no. Because I lost
3: it. Oh, you're outraged? I mean, come on. Come on, man.
8: And then, by the way, it's not Greenville, is it? It's Greenville. Greenville. It's not Greenville. So it's the Yard Gnomes.
3: <laughs> You don't like the silent G are you anti silent G the you the the
8: Greenville's not silent G the why is gnome silent G If now if you called it the green the the yard gnomes hey I'm all for it
3: hmm well maybe we should do that
8: I think uh, I like the the actual logo of the little gnome swinging you know um <laughs> uh-huh. but
3: you like the colors was, kind of like a no oh my goodness no. all right
8: no, if you're going to do that color, you almost have to do a like a, a, a Green Bay green. If you're going to do something like that, not a grass green. It
3: looks like uh, Reggie Jackson A's, like '70s A's, or something like that.
8: It's just I just I don't I'm not. Maybe the gnomes will grow on me. I don't know, or, or is it row on me? Or it would be, it would be grow right? So it's gnome.
3: <laughs> Fair enough.
8: I'm, just, I'm I'm just not a. I, I, have you found anybody that is a fan
3: of that name? Um, I've the, seen. Well, Garden club. I, I'm, uh, I'm remaining neutral on it. Don't really. I, I think it's funny how many response. How, what was the number at Chandler? It was two sixty seven. Two hundred sixty seven comments on it. Like, how many people are these? These people are going to go to a game or, or really care about it? But um, I
8: think if they're if they're if they're caring enough about the name, they're caring enough that they would go to a game.
3: Strong disagree. The, I don't know if you know about Facebook and commenting on things that you don't really care about. No,
8: I don't, no, no. But what I'm saying, the people that are commenting about the name and the, the Gnome name, I, I really think in Greenville, especially baseball, is so it has a very passionate fan base from Little League and you know Greeny League and all the way up. I think that that would you know, like Newburn, what do they call them? the Southpaws. Yeah, bear holding a ball in the left hand. Great name. It ties in with the New Bern Bears, it ties in with their, you know, the the community there. Okay, I can I can understand that. More Head City Marlins, I can do that. Um, you know, the Tobbs and Wilson, I understand that.
3: I do love that uh it's one of my favorite team names, the Wilson Tobbs. That is cool.
8: Yeah, and then you know, it's the tobacco industry, it's a, a salute to that. But where in the hell where in the hell we get garden gnomes in Greenville?
3: I don't know, but now I'm probably gonna start okay. saying gnomes just for you. Uh, Morgan Ayler's joining us. I'm <laughs> Got football this weekend. We got pirate hoops. We'll get to that in a moment. Also, got the Royal Rumble, Morgan. Let me, uh, can I put Wes and Alex and Morgan on the spot real quick? Can we play a little game real quick?
2: All right, let's do it.
3: All right, Morgan, you in? I'm in. All right, Alex? Yeah. Okay. Most eliminations in a single Royal Rumble, we're going to name the top, uh, top eight. Am I supposed to guess? Because I know so, the answer. Oh, uh, you already know them all? Well, we're doing the top eight. So okay. we're going to go around the okay. horn. All right. All right. So, Morgan, name a wrestler that has had at least eight eliminations in a single Royal Rumble: Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is correct. He is tied for first. Wes, name another one:
2: uh, Ric Flair.
3: That is incorrect. Okay. Alex. Give me Kane. Kane has 11. That is correct. Morgan. Big show. Big show. Not on the list. Wes. Really? Yeah.
2: All right. Current angle?
3: Not on the list. Wow. Alex. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has 12. Morgan. Seth Rollins. That is incorrect. Wes. Uh,
2: let's go with The Undertaker.
3: Undertaker is surprisingly incorrect. Wow. Alex. uh Oh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is correct with 10 morgan The rock god i knew you were gonna say that and that is incorrect west right, all, right, all right
2: we gotta we gotta got go with uh old faithful uh sean michaels
3: oh yeah hbk is on the list there way to go, go west alex let's see we got one we got two names left because austin's up here twice we got one that happened in the last five years and one that happened in 1989 uh, can I get Braun Strowman Braun Strowman is correct Morgan uh, big name wrestler from 1989
8: big name wrestler from 1999 Diesel
3: uh, it was not Kevin Nash who was it Wes uh,
2: that would be uh, um, Hulk Hogan
3: Booyah. that is correct he got help
2: I, I did I got help on
3: that one AT with a little assist <laughs> AT with a little Jimmy Hart back there the manager <laughs> yeah. giving Wes the answer well done Alan uh so there you go royal rumble morgan i know you're you're kind of like me you you follow what's going on you say you listen to um what's the show is it like mark henry and who's who's on that show you listen to busted uh, busted, open. busted open the uh, dudley
8: like yep
3: yeah. yeah so uh do you have any plans to watch the rumble on saturday
8: Probably not. I might follow it toward the end or something. I don't know. I might flip back and forth, but, you know, I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Favorite would be, now I will say this, okay, and if you haven't watched him wrestle lately, and when I flip it over, and you know, I see all the guys that do their stick, but Gunther, the guy, the big German guy that's the intercontinental champion right it. now, he is a throwback wrestler to the 80s and 90s. Because he just he just beats on people, man. He's awesome.
3: He's got a good look. He's perfect for the WWE who love to have the big bad foreigner guy and he fits that role perfect.
8: You look the next time you see Caden Norman in person.
3: <laughs> we did this the other day. Was it when Holt was in there? Yeah. I think Holt uh turned us on to that morning. Yeah.
8: Well I told him that he looks just like him
3: um jamie said brutus the barber beefcake sorry jamie that is incorrect but great pull alex is uh gunther a future champion yeah. wwe champion yeah. yeah yeah he's got a good look Caden norman on steroids uh gunther um alex we'll talk uh more rumble before we get out of here because you came in with some props I so we'll do that at some make point.
0: predictions and some prop bets.
3: Morgan, can the Pirates win two in a row? East Carolina coming off a road win, trying to win at home coming up on Sunday against Temple for the second time this season.
8: I, I think they can. They're they're starting to play pretty good basketball. You know, they should have knocked off North Texas and yeah. in that game. Um, you know, then they go, you know, they win at Wichita. Can they make it two in a row? I think they can. I really do. I think they've got the the swag starting to come back a little bit defensively. They're there. Just a matter of can they uh, convert on the offensive end and don't miss too many free throws. If they do those things, they'll win the game.
3: Yeah, you tell me they score 54, was it? 56 points, whatever it was on the road. Uh, would you win? I would say no. But when you hold a team to 52, uh, you can do that. So they were playing some defense the other night and uh, trying to make it two in a row coming up on Sunday. Morgan, we'll see you at Minji's Coliseum. Have a good weekend, man. What you, uh, Where are you working this weekend?
8: I am off this weekend. Nice. Then we start uh, like 10, 12 weeks in a row. So I'm enjoying this weekend.
3: You're now the wedding, wedding season, aren't we?
8: you go out to dinner? Do I know?
3: When's wedding season kick off? I guess we're a little <laughs> too cold. It
8: kicks in in March. Yeah. February and March. Yeah. Uh, we've got a busy wedding. Got a few dates still available. And looking actually got some dates in uh, 2025. So if you're out there looking for a DJ for your wedding, call me.
3: DJ Captain Morgan. Morgan, thanks for joining us, man. Have a good weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. We'll take a break, uh, come back, and have more for you on Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. Wes Hines, Harp, Sean, myself. Pop in from assist from Alan Thomas, running point. More to go, Pirate Radio Live, on a Friday. Back with you after this.
6: (laughs)
1: to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates. And proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, Pirate
0: Nation. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. and is the best place to watch our favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town. Sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more follow tiebreakers on facebook and instagram for daily updates tiebreakers in greenville at bell's fork in downtown winterville on railroad street and on greenville boulevard in the old pizza inn location now back to the show with your host clip Brock.
3: breaking news from adam Schefter. this makes me feel better about my 49ers pick and over debo samuel off the injury report and will play sunday against the lions uh omar ruiz tweeted out that kyle shanahan said he was a full go today so that is big news for the niners also saw the chiefs even though i picked the chiefs uh would be without their all pro guard uh one of their guards coming up on sunday so yeah uh, gotta gotta keep an eye on that injury report but that is huge news that debo will be playing sunday in the nfc championship
5: give me debo or give me death
3: and uh you took the lines and you're st- choosing death and
5: st- <laughs>
3: <laughs> you feel good about that
5: you feel good about that sure about that Are you sure about that i'm still liking the lines uh-huh. plus the points not to win
3: all right fair enough yeah it is a lot of points seven and a half um alex you put together a few royal rumble um props correct and also, we got some uh, some other matches as well. I, I I haven't really kept up with it. I'm only really watching the uh, pay-per-view, so to speak. So, yeah. I don't know a lot of the storylines going on. But intern Zach, a.k.a. Logan Paul, will be facing Kevin Owens. You got rain. Oh, you got a fatal four-way for the championship. So, yeah. Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles versus LA Knight versus yeah. Randy Orton. Um, does Reigns – Reigns has got to retain in that so he can be the champion at WrestleMania, For, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. I got Roman ruining.
3: So one of your props is bloodline interference. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, Reigns isn't going to win without help, right? No. So there's been like a
0: lot of like conflict between the other 3 of them and Roman has not won clean in like almost a year. Like it's been that long. So I think that Roman wins clean because the other three are disputing amongst each, like somebody cost each other the win and Roman just sneaks in and takes it
3: will the rock appear not in the royal rumble but at the royal rumble yep will he appear in the royal rumble no okay what will he do at the royal rumble i don't
0: think he shows up at all
3: well you just said yeah
0: no you i was like confirming oh like,
3: okay so you Your do question. not think he shows up at the Royal Rumble? I
0: don't think he shows up at all.
3: You don't think he's involved in WrestleMania? I don't. Oh, my. I, I, I,
0: I don't. Here's I my my theory. I think, so The Rock went on first take last week and said Skip. that. Yeah. Skip. And uh, he Skip. said that he loves the long-term build, and there's so much, like, going on with the title right now. Like, is he going to face Cody? Is Cody not going to face Roman at Mania? so I think Cody faces Roman at Mania and I think they do a year long story of Roman losing power in the bloodline and then faces the Rock at Mania 42 or 41 next year
3: alright I got the end of that what was the so who does uh, Roman face at this year's Wrestlemania I think Roman they run it back Cody. with Cody again yeah, I think does that he... kind of
0: spoils my main, my men's rumble winner though as well
3: Ten four. 4 wes you think the rock is here for yeah. uh for mania this year yeah, absolutely and faces roman
2: yes and the reason the uh, reason i say that is because it is it, it's, it's a part of that whole family um, that whole family story yes yes they did that same thing with between john cena and the rock i don't see why they would do, do the same thing with uh um with uh roman and the rock because um you've it's like uh, you've already seen it before why do we want to see it again
3: what is seth rollins role so he's hurt yeah he's
0: so he just addressed that he did like uh hurt his mcl but he's going to recover in time to be at mania so he's not dropping the title he's literally just going to be on the shelf until then
3: so he's not doing anything in the rumble no what is CM Punk's role at the he's in the match. He is in the match. Yes. You don't think he wins because you think Cody Rhodes I think, wins
0: because I think CM I think they're going to do CM Punk Rollins, and I think they have enough history with each other that you don't need the Rumble to get Punk to face Rollins at Mania. But
3: and then what? Punk wins that title and Rollins takes some time off.
0: That's my guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that would make sense. Um. All right. Well, Wes, who do you have winning the Royal Rumble this year? Mm.
2: I I would have to say would um, if if y'all are saying that um, the Rock, uh, now now look the, the whole deal is the Royal Rumble the winner of that goes to WrestleMania yeah and plays in the title game
3: plays in the title game
2: yes yeah. so um, so the Rock. Yeah. That's what I would think. But uh if but what can you believe in the media anymore?
3: <laughs> okay. I don't want to get into a We got to uh, make that a soundbite. <laughs> Wes, we're talking about wrestling. But this is not like legitimate news reporting on
2: I mean, Yeah. I mean I am sitting I mean you got uh do you, F, you've got x okay and you, you sit there and you and you see all these storylines and i'm like what's the truth and what's well, not
3: the truth we are talking about wrestling Wes. I it's know. been this way since it was created
2: right but the thing for, is, is um, but, um,
3: it's a carny sport, <laughs> carny sport. <laughs> yes okay do you read the dirt sheets i guess you like you take it all as gospel <laughs> mm. whatever you read Uh Chad says Rhodes winning back to back rumbles. Rumble comes down to Punk, Rhodes, Gunther, and Priest, and he has Rhodes winning. Mm. I like fantasy booking. All right. Um Who will be an old who's a surprise? Yeah, Orion asking, who is this year's surprise entrance? It's gotta be some surprises. Like what former wrestler returns? Like in the past, we've got like Booker T or... Uh,
0: okay. That, the Hurricane, Shane Helms. Okay. Uh, he, no, he's returned in the past. That's uh, not my answer. Oh, oh, gotcha.
3: I, I
2: mean, we had... Uh, um, oh, the guy that used to Apple, he came back a few weeks ago. Carly So So he, he may be in the rumble, I don't know.
3: I just want to hear the uh, the intro. I spit in the face of people.
0: They changed it that's not his music
5: anymore
3: that's lame i'm not watching it i'm out i
5: agree ron asking a question i'll ask you guys too what is y'all's favorite
3: royal rumble moment he had an interesting answer kind of a what'd he say uh
5: he said it was goldberg spearing the crap out of spike dudley in oh four
2: (sighs) okay
3: What's well, your answer, Wes?
5: Okay.
2: I, it would have to be um, the um, what broken last year, the longest uh, reign inside the Royal Rumble, with uh, Rey Mysterio being the being the second man in the ring and carrying it all the way to the end and, and getting the uh, and winning. I'm
0: gonna go I with. I told you that. I told you that.
2: But the thing is, I knew that. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, knew that. I Alex. knew it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alex. I knew that. He knew that.
2: I was. I watched that. He watched it. I've been on that.
3: Alice, Wes knew that before you were alive.
2: No, 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 no,
3: no, no. no. Wes knew that when he was uh, six months old. No, no, no. All right, mine. Speaking of of long uh, being in the ring for a long time, actually outside the ring, the year that Chris Jericho like rolled under the rope and kept peeking. Did y'all remember that? He was still in the match, but he like rolled under the rope, so you keep see his head like peeking up to see how many guys were left. All right, I just thought that was uh, hilarious, and he almost won.
2: Okay, now if if you think that's uh, that was interesting, I do. How about uh, um oh what's the what's the the Cuban guy? Um, Cuban B. One that
3: with. Wes, give me something else.
2: I'm trying to remember the guy's name. All right, what'd
3: he wear? What'd he look like? He's Cuban. No,
2: he's got, uh, there were three in, Are you sure he's there, Cuban? There, there were three in the group. He's black. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's I Cuban. Can't remember. He's black. Are you talking about Kobe?
4: I'm <laughs> <laughs> <He's not> Cuban. You <laughs> idiot. <laughs> 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 Alex left. I think we're
3: all going to leave.
4: <laughs> Cuban? First well, of all, he's right. look, look, look if, if you
2: if you see the way that um, that, that he um, that he dresses, it makes me think he's Cuban. He's
3: from Ghana in he, Africa. He was built as uh, yeah.
2: Okay, but but the, um, his outfit looks like stuff that comes
3: from Puerto Rico. Mm, no, 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 not okay. at all. all right. Was uh, he in the group?
5: They had cereal. The yeah, new he's day. Talking yeah.
3: about the new day. Yeah. yeah. Good grief. Right. But you're re- talking about. Do you
5: remember that um, that
2: he was uh, one of the. Longest
3: ones. Well, he does uh, it every year where he has a spot where it looks like he's going to be out. eliminated. Yeah. yeah The old Cuban. How does the chat gang handle in that one? Tyler said, Well, it was fun while it lasted. Wes just got everyone canceled. Uh, he was billed from Jamaica too, right? Yeah, that's, that was. Isn't that close enough
2: to Puerto Rico? No. All right. So, what's what's geology say? I mean, no. <laughs>
3: well, well, maybe so. Geography. But
2: where's geography say it is?
3: What where's geography say it is? Yeah. Ah oh,
2: man. Alright, Puerto Rico. <laughs> he black
3: Wes! He's not Puerto Rican, he's not Cuban.
2: All right, well all right, I, I stand correct.
3: Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> that was like the uh oh, that was God. like the announcer saying <laughs> <laughs> it falls off the mark He's, he's Cuban, Cuban.
5: <laughs> hey, black! <laughs> oh, oh my goodness.
2: You got me in trouble now.
5: Oh, I saw funny. Kofi Kingston wrestle in
3: Fayetteville, North Carolina. Boom, boom. Is Kofi still around?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I, was asking, yeah. I, was, I was asking Alex. From now on, if I ask a Kofi Kingston question, Wes, I'm not asking you. <laughs> okay, All right. No problem. All right, cool. Uh,. <laughs> Kenny said, I've never heard someone ramble so much uh, and not say anything. Oh, thanks. That's the title of Wes's book. (laughs) Chad says, can we get, he's black! in the opening. Oh, that was funny! Hey, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> Fred McGriff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Scott, our resident Terp, saying L.A. Knight is from Maryland. L.A. Knight, he is he? Uh, is he still hot with the crowd? Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you for answering that. Uh, anything else we need to know about this year's Rumble? Or any questions? <laughs> Not really. I think this segment ended with uh, yeah. West describing Kofi Kingston. I'm sorry. It's all right. That was, that was a classic, funny West moment. This
2: is what happened. Um, you you get old and you just cannot
3: resist. well well something tells to... me you kind of always been this way you would have been able to get it right away if you were six months old <laughs> <laughs> back when that brain was fresh <laughs> all right jamie wow. says i love this show wes you bring it every time man i try every dang time you are consistent i
2: hope greg huss is enjoying
3: this <laughs> <laughs> i sent him a uh, picture of you earlier he said uh, he said wes's family and marriage counseling center <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah if anybody has uh jamie you need some advice on your marriage maybe something you can do this weekend to help out your marriage ask a question wes will answer it for you uh we'll take a break come back and <laughs> he said go watch some voyager with yeah. some wine and candles and relax tonight sounds like a good friday night uh, we'll take a break, come back. Greeny will join us at our Fleet Feet Rundown. More to go, Pirate Radio Live. You're not going to hear a Royal Rumble preview anywhere like that one. More to go after this. I gotta
6: kiss myself, I'm so pretty. Uh, I'm too hot. Hot dance. Caught a police environment. I'm too hot. Hot dance. Like a dragon of in retirement. I'm too hot. Hot dance. I say my name, you know who I am. I'm too hot. Girls hit you, hallelujah Ooh. Girls sit hallelujah hallelujah
0: Welcome back, Pirate Nation. East Plumbing, Vivo Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now back to the show here's Cliff.
3: all right back with you pirate radio live jamie kenny tyler chad all enjoying the west hines show here on a friday uh more with west in a moment but right now we'll head out to the pirate radio live line talk to greenie mark greenheld golf shop show coming your way saturday here on pirate radio greenie how you doing today man I'm doing great, Clip. How are you doing? Doing good. Uh, let's start today uh, with the NFL coaching carousel because uh, it has made a stop in Charlotte and it'll be Dave Canales as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, a name that kind of came on the, the coaching search late and also a name that I really did not know until these playoffs this year. I was not familiar uh, with the Bucks offensive coordinator, but he is the guy that David Tepper and Dan Morgan, uh, who, by the way, is the new GM of the Carolina Panthers name as the new head coach Uh, Greeny. What's the the local reaction there? What's your reaction to that hire for the Panthers?
11: Uh, I think, like you said, I think it was a late addition to the search. So I think people are still trying to digest this a little bit. Um, You know, obviously the the Tampa Bay Bucks made the playoffs, and and you got to see Baker Mayfield, which we had here in Carolina, and a team led by Baker Mayfield win a lot of football games, a lot more than he won here. So it makes you curious as to, you know, how much of a, was it the offensive coordinator helping Baker Mayfield out? Can he come in and do something like that for Bryce Young? That's what remains to be seen. So, but it kind of where I thought it was going to end up is that somebody looking to be a head coach for the first time uh, because of obviously David Tepper's history here and what he does with coaches. I, I wasn't really thinking that we were going to get a big name,
3: but this might be exactly what Carolina needs. Greeny, uh, look, it's been a a bit of a head-scratching coaching carousel uh, with Canales, with Raheem Morris uh, back as a head coach in Atlanta. Uh, Callahan was a name I really wasn't familiar with going to tennessee so odd things have already happened and unless something another odd thing happens it looks like we're gonna have an nfl season without bill belichick as a head coach because only two openings right now washington and seattle seems like washington has zeroed in on ben johnson we'll see and i'm hearing you know the what dan quinn and mike vrabel still out there for seattle and some other names mike mcdonald from baltimore so looks like uh we won't see bill belichick as a head coach next year is that is that how you see it
11: Yeah, it seems like that in Atlanta, if he was just the coach of the team, that it would have been a no-brainer. But the fact that he comes with all of the other stuff and wants to restructure and really do the GM-type stuff, and I think that's what was holding it up in Atlanta, and I don't think he wanted to give up on that. And You know, you got to hedge your bets. You're looking at somebody that wants to come in and make all those changes, right? But he may only stick around long enough to get the record and take down Don Shula, and then he might be gone. So what do you do? Do you bring somebody in to adjust the culture maybe, uh, you know, that he's brought with him into new England and, and the success that they had. And maybe you hope that he takes a couple of years and everything gets squared away and then he can hand the reins off to somebody So I guess it's kind of a a give-and-take scenario, and I guess somebody doesn't want to do the taking part uh, as much as he wants to do the giving part right now.
3: You can hear Championship Sunday right here on Pyre Radio. Green, are you going Lamar or Mahomes in the AFC this weekend?
11: I've all along said I felt like if Lamar Jackson uh, stayed healthy and if he stays healthy throughout the entire game that they were going to the Super Bowl, and so far that's held serve. Uh, I just think that Baltimore has been more consistent over the season. I think the fact that it's a home game is going to help them out as well. I think Kansas City just seems to struggle on offense and defense just enough that's going to give Baltimore that advantage.
3: And uh, good to see Christian McCaffrey stay healthy, especially if you're a Niners fan. He looked great the other night. Greeny Niners uh, have to come back to beat the Packers. They now host the upstart Lions. Can this Lions magical run continue? Or you like the Niners at home coming up on
11: Sunday? I like the Niners. I, I don't I don't know if we know if Debo Samuel is available or not at this point, but uh, I just think the Niners at home are probably just going to handle business. And I'd, before the playoffs started, I said Baltimore versus San Francisco was my choice. And that's what I'm going for at this point. And I think I honestly think that San Francisco can win the whole thing if they're healthy. Uh, if not, I think Baltimore, if they're healthy, wins. It always comes down to who's healthy at this time of the year, no matter what sport you're talking about.
3: Mark Green, Golf Shop Show, uh, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Looking forward to football this weekend. Greeny, what are we following uh, from a golf standpoint? What's going on in the golf world?
11: Well, we're still waiting to see who John Rahm's going to get. Uh, we've heard possibly Terrell Hatton. We've heard Adrian Monroch is, is committed to uh, being on that team, which is weird because Monroch had one of the best seasons on the DP World Tour last year. So obviously maybe he thinks that's the anomaly. He's going to take his value at its highest maybe and get a good offer from Liv and go forward from there. Uh, other than that, we are out at Tory Pines without Tiger Woods, who's won there a bunch of times. But uh, this is one of those events where, you know, it's a great golf course. We always like to see who's who's leading out there, and we'll get to see what happens. Uh, guys are trying to position themselves, but we just had some uh, some interesting stuff happen in the last week in golf. I mean, we had a sophomore at Alabama, an amateur, win the win the tournament last week out in California. Uh, as an amateur, turns professional uh, uh, what four days later, so he is now professional. He's going to reap all the benefits of that. And then the Corn Ferry Tour, we had somebody that last year I'm interviewing in the spring at a junior tournament, right? And this, uh, this past week, because the Corn Ferry Tour plays Sunday through Wednesday a, a couple of times to open their season, um, Aldrich P- or however you say his last name, last spring in a, in a junior tournament. He went from the Corn ferry Tour as a 19-year-old. So mm. the youngsters are making their name in the world of golf right now on the men's side. Nice
3: little youth movement going on. Good stuff. Mark Greenell is joining us. Greeny, uh, what you got planned for Saturday's edition of the Golf Shop Show?
11: Well, Bill Bender will be back with us. Uh, we're going to talk to Ward Clayton, who's doing, uh, who did a book on the legendary caddies of Augusta National. So it might be interesting to find out. Some of the insights uh of, about caddying at augusta national and maybe some of the stories you don't ever get to hear about what goes on sometimes at augusta national uh we're gonna check in with uh, the pga merchandise show is wrapping up down in orlando so we'll uh, see what kind of stuff we get from uh the happenings down there maybe some of the hot products that have shown up on the marketplace and then we're going to talk again a little live golf and maybe find out a little bit more about john rom's team with mike turkey who's now a writer over there uh, doing some media stuff on the live golf side. It's the
3: good stuff. Awesome stuff, Greeny. Uh, we'll check it out coming up Saturday, 8 to 10 a.m. right here on Pirate Radio. Have a good weekend, man, and we'll uh, talk to you again next week. All right, thanks, Clip. You have a good one, too. And our Green Elge Golf Shop Radio Show coming your way Saturday right here on Pirate Radio. We'll take a break, come back, have our Fleet Feed Rundown. Did you know what's coming up tonight, this weekend? And, uh, Wes, we have a marriage advice question on YouTube for okay. you okay so uh we'll get your answer when we return pirate radio live after this
1: listening to hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show.
0: Welcome back Pirate Nation. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years as your premium premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving Shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. The stock market took a bit, a bit of a hit today. As the Dow went up 60 points to finish at 38,109, but the Nasdaq went down 55 points to finish at 15,455, and the S&P 500 went down three points to finish at 4,891. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. Report for a first, a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors LLC member. S I P C. Now back to your show. Here's host. Here's your host, Clip Bro. Uh, I'll,
5: I'll still give you a round of applause, uh, buddy. Not me.
3: Not me. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. And that was just a terrible. Positive day. Friday. Feel good Friday. Hey, don't. Great walk. job, baby. Hey, harp. He's good. Dang. I'm not gonna harp on it.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fleet Feet Rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet. They run for you. Get your feet feeling good. Located East Arlington Boulevard, 207 East Arlington Boulevard, in the old Gordon's Golf location. One on one service. That is correct. That's what you'll get at Fleet Feet. And looking at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Starting to get back on the Bonnie's train.
5: Better dig up that shirt that you <laughs> threw away two three years ago
3: yeah i'm gonna have to go to the landfill to find it uh bonnie's are in action tonight home game against a pretty good atlantic 10 team and of course when i say that i'm referring to a team called st joe's st joe's fighting uh coleman's that's right that's right uh wisconsin hosting michigan state tonight in top 25 action stanford and cal in a future acc matchup (laughs) <laughs> wow. <laughs> They'll play in the That's Pac-12 crazy. tonight. They'll play in the SEC. Uh, ACC, I should say. Next year, 10 o'clock tonight on Fox Sports 1. Sweet. Thought you were going to say something. Nope. Uh, Hornets in action tonight. Chandler. Hornets, Hornets, Hornets! I know you and Jay Connor are very excited about that. They will be ho- hosting the Houston Rockets coming up tonight. The Hive is going to be alive. Uh, disagree, <laughs> disagree. No canes tonight on a Friday night. Pirate hoops returning. I'm just. Gonna, I'm not even going to clear my throat. I'm just going to talk like this the rest of the segment because I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin. What?
6: <laughs> Pirates
3: returning to Minji's coming up sunday and they take on the temple owls guess the line pirates minus two and a half yeah i was i was gonna go pirates four all right we don't have a line we're just guessing we'll let you know sunday morning uh, stay tuned to Pirate Radio on X, Instagram, and Facebook.
5: All that Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard is in about the buck. Don't forget, uh, this is the last Jersey giveaway coming up on Sunday, and they're going to start doing cornhole tournaments on Sunday, starting at 3 o'clock. Go out there.
3: Question from Jamie for Wes. Wes, yes. my wife and I don't like watching the same TV shows. How do we find something to watch together? It's a great question.
2: How do you watch something together?
3: How do you find something to watch together?
2: Mm. just um you literally have to um to mutually decide mutually to, uh, <laughs> um to um that, no,
3: mutually
2: yeah decide that um that uh who's the bigger person and um like and, by and, weight or height no okay um by um Morality. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is you've, both of you are trying to watch, uh, trying to watch something. Yeah. One of them has got to give. Yeah. So you can, so you can uh, be with the other person. So, Keyword
3: West compromise.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, with me, my wife uh, gets to 51% the fifty-one percent of it most of the time, so there's no arguments. So, yeah. So we're good.
3: Uh, Jamie, I hope you came away with a good answer there. So,
2: so Jamie's look, going. So, like I said basically what you do is you um you decide decide who um who wants to watch the movie more and then spend time with that who person.
3: wants it more it's kind of like a sporty who wants it more yeah. comes down to who wants it more yeah and it comes down to like wes said just keeping a happy household absolutely and sometimes you got to compromise make a deal do it like scheduling make a little two for one like hey i'll uh i'll give you two shows you give me one movie how about that, Jamie? Make a deal. Yeah.
2: Let's make a deal.
3: There you go. And if you disagree with that, you'll say she'll say, hey, what's behind door number one? That's you leaving the house. <laughs> no, we ain't going there. Uh Jamie said I'm screwed. All right. Well, we're out of time. A harp, enjoy the rumble. We'll do. Wes, enjoy your weekend. What you eating tonight, man?
2: Uh, I think I'm gonna have pizza. <laughs>
3: Pizza, pizza. Good call. I might go familiar Friday. Pizza of the week, twelve dollars. Sausage and mushroom for a large. Is that right? I think so. I'm in. I'm not a big shroom guy, but they call me Big Sausage, <laughs> and I will be uh, enjoying that this weekend. All right, Sean. What you doing tonight, my friend?
5: Uh, probably gonna go out and have a few cold ones and uh, enjoy myself. AJ probably.
3: I could see you at AJ's.
5: Yeah. Maybe the buck later on. The buck, I'll see you Sunday, five o'clock.
3: Minji's Coliseum Pirates and Owls. We'll talk to you Monday, three o'clock. All new edition of Pirate Radio Live for the GOAT, Wes Hines, Alex Harper, Chan, and the crew. I'm Clip
1: Rock. Jeff Charles. Take us home.
3: Have a great night, Eastern Carolina.
1: Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of The Voice of the Pirate Nation.